Sound, talk radio. Yes, talk radio. So boring, man. Okay. Lowood gets the puck. Canucks are four on one through center. Mason Raymond fakes. Bernier stopped by heavy. Saturday, December 11th, uh, I am Brutes Battaglia of the High Button. And I'm Mr. Chicken Milk. Yeah. Yeah. Eggnog in French. No, no, no great translation there, that's for sure. Who are you? I'm John Redcorn. Ah, yes, sir. Hello there, sir. Welcome. Hot cakes and hot takes. That's right. We do have some uh, McDonald's hot cakes on the way. En route. Uh, Six episodes sponsored by... And we are, we, you know, in this podcast that already clearly does not uh, release an episode every week anymore, uh, we're also limited for time. So we may eat on the air, but uh, that, that's that's fine. You know, you got to do what you got to do. So. I haven't eaten in three days. Wow. You know what's funny about that is I wouldn't actually be that surprised. You are the only person I think that I know that's like an adult male that does forget to eat. Like, you just forget about it sometimes, and I think that that's priceless. Well, I got to work last night at what, like 5 o'clock-ish? Sure. Left at 1. Is that what time you got there? Yeah. Didn't eat. Don't you work at a restaurant? I do. Okay. Don't you get free meals? No. No. All right. Free meals. When you're a manager, you do. When I manage, yeah. Oh, you were a manager. Oh, true. Mm. I guess you do, eh? Yeah. Yeah. uh, Sometimes. It's nice. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Well, try not to forget to eat today, I guess. I haven't yet. You'll, so. you'll, you'll eat well, I, food I, I haven't here. eaten yet. I, guess, I suppose I've forgotten at this point. You, yeah, you had Missed forgotten. Missed one meal. And I'm forcing you to eat, I guess, is how that is going to work. So. Thanks. Um, John, what's going on with you? I'm not Anything going on? No. No? No. Christmas. You've been, you've been watching a lot of Minnesota Wild yes. Hockey? Yes, absolutely. Yeah? Yes. yeah? The best team in the league. You do your Christmas shopping yet? Almost done. Yeah. I haven't started. That's impressive. I have plans to go Monday night. So you're not going Monday night. Which, which, but I will say, probably like the second earliest I will ever be done Christmas shopping in my life, if it's successful. Hmm. Which, I'm not expecting it to be. But, because uh, the guy I'm going with, I think what's going to happen is we're going to walk around the mall for an hour, and then probably go drink beers for three hours. But, uh, we'll see. The busiest shopping day of the year, next Saturday. So, I plan to join that time-honored tradition. Yeah. I didn't know that was the busiest shopping day of the year. It's always the Saturday the before Saturday Christmas. The Saturday before Christmas. In, for, <laughs> for retail, yeah, generally mm-hmm. speaking, yeah. Procrastination nation, am I right? I used to, like, when I worked at the grocery store, because December 23rd is the busiest day of the year, and you tell people that, and they're like, wow, that's crazy. I'm like, well, Christmas dinners start the next day, so yeah. 
you need all found, your shit. Uh, I always found the Easter Saturday there. You thought it was worse, eh? Way worse. Because your clothes Friday. It wasn't at our store anyway. Your clothes Sunday. People in, freaked the in fuck fact, out. In fact, not only was the Saturday of Easter not busier than December 23rd, but the Thursday of Easter was busier than December 23rd at our store. Okay. The Saturday was number three. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. That's your top three. Top three. <laughs> top three busy. Sure. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah. Uh, did you see uh, Sonny Milano's goal the other night? How could you not? Yeah. Thoughts? Remember, comments? Remember concerns? NHL 06 when you could pull that move in, <laughs> what was that, the Olympics or some shit? Just Vinny LeCavier out front to Marion Hosa on his wing for some reason? Have you ever been any good at those crazy trick moves in those games? Because I'm, Never, I, I don't even know that they exist half the time. I know John? they're in the game, I don't know how to do them. Yeah, that, it's really Can hard you ever do. do any of that kind yeah. of shit? Yeah. But Michigan is like you can't do it. Now I play several hundred games of Chella each year, and I, uh, I'm still trying to figure out how to play the game. Is that like a part of the game where it's like it should be this hard to pull off, or would you like to see it being like because you don't want to see it ten times a game if it's just a button to hit, right? No. So, yeah, it should be hard. Yeah, you know okay. what I mean. But yeah. I, but I do like that you are able to do crazy shit in the game. Like that's you know mm. the fact that it's like possible. I think is cool. Okay. I remember when two K was like just phasing out like they their last year or two they were like oh yeah we got a bunch of new shootout moves because the shootout's a thing now and there was some sick fucking moves like mm -hmm. there was a lot of shit but they were all hard to pull off it's yeah. like you gotta pull this stick back at the right time and then hit like four buttons and it's like well yeah i guess if you can do that you probably deserve to score this goal you know mm -hmm. so you liked it yes yeah, it's fine yeah very it was impressive. Fine. It was impressive. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't have the same opinion John Tortorella has. I, well, I, I, mean, I was going to say too. Like first off, I watched it probably seven times before I realized that Sonny Milano batted that puck in because I thought Zegras just hit the goaltender in the back and it went in like that. Which already I was like, that's fucking mint. And then I realized that the puck goes over the net, over the goalie, and Sonny Milano bats it in. That's, yeah. It's. I don't know. What was the more impressive part of the play? It's getting it the zegris like, part of the you, you've only part. got you've only got so like what three feet behind the net, so yeah, you have to yeah. get the puck straight up yeah. very quickly, and then but it also has to come back down very mm -hmm. quickly yeah like there's just not a lot of room to pull it. I'm sure every guy can flip the puck to his teammates and every teammate can bat it out of the air yeah. I think the Zegras part is more impressive, yeah. but I think the Milano part's really underrated too though because he has like he doesn't know what the fuck Zegras is doing. Really? No, I think he was the one who yelled Michigan. Oh, did he? I thought I heard that. Yeah. Well, so okay. Milano was in front of the net. He yelled Michigan, and Zegers did it. That's what I thought I heard. Well, but even still, it wasn't the Michigan. So no, but it, well, Zegers probably tried, and he more like the uh, Indi Indiana, if you will. Do they have a hockey? Well, team? it's just one step over. <laughs> I guess oh, they could have picked any other. Um, no, that's better. not one skip over. That's two skips. No, the Upper Peninsula side, isn't it? Is that what you Upper Peninsula. Oh, here we go. Whatever. Get out your textbooks, folks. It's a time kid, for a geography lesson. A kid in Bantam AA scored the Michigan goal the other night. Mm. Crazy. Is it bad for Crazy. the game? Like, no. John Totorella? It's, it's not bad for the game, but someone is maybe going to lose an eye one day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I hadn't considered that. Yeah. Well, I mean, like... I, th I think Tortorella's concern is that the game's just going to become this, like, you know, fucking... Yeah, this yeah. fucking skill, skills comp on ice. And 
you know, I understand that that idea is concerning, but I don't see how that's even possible to happen. You know, like the game is is ten times harder to play than it's ever been right now. You know. Yeah, I think it was just a more creative way to get the puck to the front of the net. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for normally sure. you would try to pass it beside the net, it would get picked well, off, and the goalie would put a stick out. And no, no disrespect to the '90s and 2000s, but like his whole argument was like, yeah, you get your face filled in if you tried that, and it's like, cool. You ever go back and watch those games? Yeah. Sure. It's pretty easy to fill a guy's fucking face in. There's 18 shots a night between both teams. It's terrible. I don't know if that's the era we want to be trying to go back to. Anyway. That's what, yeah, I, that's like, what I'm oh, saying, yeah. yeah. Like, it's just like, you're you're comparing a much slower sport and a much, you know, more violent sport to something now where it's like, everyone is as, like, everyone is more skilled than they've ever been, and yet the game is so unwatchable now, too, in the sense where, like, you can watch a game... And it's fast as fuck, but it's almost too fast. And now nothing happens because it's yeah. just, you know, everyone can keep up with everyone now, you know, in a way. It's, uh, I don't think it's bad for the game, though. I don't see that. I, I think that's just towards being cranky. I like the react, like the picture of, with his hand, like, you know, like that. That's going to be a meme now, I think. Who's that? The reaction of Zegris. Like, he was, like, all shocked. Oh, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> cool. What's the best meme, memeable content this week? Is it Zegris or is it... Daryl Sutter doing the peekaboo behind the bench. I didn't see that one. You didn't see that? That was pretty good. You see that one? No. No? Well, you can... I can imagine it. Yeah, I was going to say, like, like it's one of those things you didn't maybe didn't see it, but you've seen it. Probably. You know what I mean? Yeah. You've seen that before. Um, Brendan Lemieux bit Brady Kachuk. Uh, He got... uh, What did he get for that? I don't even know what he got for that. He got five? No. I didn't think he got that much. I believe so. Yeah. Five. You don't suspend guys around here for anything longer than two games. Five games. For anything. Really? Los Angeles Kings forward Brendan Lemieux has been suspended five games for biting Ottawa Senators. I'd rather just put like a... Make him wear like a full face shield the rest of his career. Well, I know we're going to talk about it later, but is what... Lecter, I like that. Is what Lemieux did worse or close to as bad as what Spezza did? I don't know. You know? But yeah. Is it the way, I think Spezza's was way worse. Well, I mean, I'm not saying I want. Bi- I'm not John. saying I want biting in the league, but I mean, Spezza. Well, we'll talk about it later, but I don't know. Three or four games would have been nice for biting. I don't know. Was it his first time biting? <laughs> I'm sure it was. Like I don't know. first time biting on the record. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Record, anyway, yeah. first time yeah, biting. Provable. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I um. <clears throat> I I don't like Brendan Lemieux. I've heard enough stories about him. In the times I've been to Winnipeg, to know that he's a, a horrible young man. So yeah, he's uh, not the greatest reputation. No, he's, he's terrible. So uh, yeah, I don't know. I, good riddance, and I, I hope someone fills his head in. I don't really know what else to say about that one. But I thought uh, I thought Brady Kachuk's response was pretty funny. I don't know. I got a laugh out of it. He's just a bad guy. I wonder if their dads like each other. No, apparently they hate no each other. Yeah. No, because while well, this is how it started, is the like Kachuk and Lemieux, I guess, had a feud in the nineties, uh-huh. and now it's like the kids hate each other now too, mm. which that's is pretty cool. cool. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I like that. I kind of hope Matt Kachuk fucking hammers Brandon Lemieux too, like just to make it interesting. Mm. You know, keep that, keep that going because there's two Kachuks, right? Yeah, there are two. No, I, I, I'm, I'm only one I'm, Lemieux. I was only kind of half. Well, there's hundreds of like, Kachuks. If, if you bite a guy. I think you should be like made to like wear a cage for like it would be a pretty whole season or something. It'd be pretty humiliating. It would be funny actually, you know? like a fantasy punishment. Eh? It's just like yeah, all right, you're just gonna be the guy that wears the cage now all year. I like yeah, that. yeah. I don't know. Like it's it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. 
I don't like it, but there are worse plays in hockey. Five too there's, much, there's too worse little plays in hockey. But that's not a hockey play. It's biting a guy. That's disgusting. Well, yeah, that's fair. That's that's is what ridiculous. is what Spezza did a hockey play. Like, do you want that it in was, the game? Like, it happened as a result of what was happening on the ice. Brendan Lemieux, oh. the play was over. We're standing well, around chit chatting, and I'm gonna. Yeah, but Brady, could, the they were in a scrum. I'm not saying no. that Lemieux should have bit him, but he's got you know hands in his face and. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. If there wasn't a scrum, there'd be no biting. The scrum is not a hockey play. I don't remember ever biting anyone when I played hockey. I'm fine with the suspension, but <coughs> yeah. full I cage. don't really care. Yeah, full cage, sure, go ahead. Make it shiny like in Europe, like when they got the goal scorer. Really stand out. Just bright neon green, you know? Yeah. I bet should, a guy should we put a label on his jersey, like biter? Somewhere? No, you, you know, but like, you could get like a, because they got those ads on the helmets now. Mm-hmm. So you could have like, you know, Dr. Ho's dental repair or whatever. Like, just really like gum it up. Make it hilarious. I'm fine with that. That'd you could cool. paint like a like a fake mouth onto the front, right? Cujo. Yeah. Oh yeah. Passionate about this. Yeah. Passionate. Fucking humiliate the guy. I thought it was too few games, uh, just because I uh, have and always will question the legitimacy of Brendan Lemieux's vaccine pass, uh, papers. Wow. Um, kneeing is hot again. It's the new rage. You guys hear about this? A lot of kneeing. Yeah. Well, is uh, it though? La, la. Well, <laughs> it's, well, it's okay. okay. <laughs> well, wow, I didn't even get into this. So. <laughs> I got a bone to pick with you here. Like, okay. Is it hot? Because some people sure. seem to think it's hot, and some people seem to think it's uh, not. It's not. Uh-huh. And that seems to be the same people that are having this. <laughs> um, let's let's go. Let's go in the order of events that happened sure. here. Yeah. Uh, Neil Pionk gets two games for uh, his knee-on-knee hit on Rasmus Sandin of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, I, I, I mean, like, here, here's what I'll say about all three of these things we're going to talk about. I thought they were all for sure an intentional knee. Uh, way too light for me, but uh, that's fine. Uh, the other issue I kind of have with Pionk is as someone who's watched uh, most of the games he's played as a Winnipeg Jet, uh, he... He is not the, um, he's not a saint, that's for sure. Uh, he does have a tendency to kind of get a little carried away with what he does. So, so we get a neon green knee pad, and we strap it. Yeah. Um, I thought it was too light, but, uh, I think that there's also precedence for the same, or similar hit getting two games. I just, I question the precedence is my, my issue, but. Repeat offender. Is he? Yeah. It's not his first knee. And especially not one that where he's going out of his way to make contact. Yeah. You know? Yeah, two games seemed light. You know, I could, that could have ruined sending season. Or career it, even, you it know? Might like, have. Who knows? Might have, yeah. Yeah, might have. Like, he's out for a month. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Jason Spezza gets six games uh, for his knee to the head of, interesting, it says Neil Pionk, uh, of the Winnipeg Jets. First supplemental discipline for Jason Spezza in 1,203 games, uh, including fines, hmm. which is, that's kind of impressive, because they, like they do like to hand out fines uh, like candy around that league. Mm-hmm. Uh, little fines, but they are fines nonetheless. <laughs> uh, thoughts on the Spezza hit and suspension? I, I don't really... Like, I don't have anything good to say about it, but I also, like, 
I didn't watch the game live. I've, I've only seen, like, you know, the dude that's breaking down the second-by-second video on, on Twitter and everything. Like, Pionk doesn't have a stick. Right? Mm-hmm. And he's skating towards the puck. Yeah. And, like, like an NFL quarterback, he slides for the puck in a really weird desperation play to, like, clear the zone, I guess. Yeah. And he gets hit. So, like, for me, like, I'm, again, it wasn't a clean hit. It was pretty dirty by all standards, but, like, we've all played hockey. I think the last thing any player is expecting is for a guy to just throw his body in front of you onto the ice. Right? Like, it it just seemed really weird that this is the decision I'm going to make at this moment as a guy's barreling down on me. I'm just I'm gonna drop down. Yeah, but I don't know. Like, San, or Pionk gloves the puck the other way, and Spezza doesn't even look at the puck. Like the puck goes by Spezza, and he's still like right on Pionk. Okay. And I'm not saying that what Pionk did earlier was good, but I think Spezza should have got more. I don't know. I think Pionk should have got more. If Pionk gets called for the neon Sandy, and does Spezza do that? I doubt it. So, I think the officiating has some responsibility there, too. Interesting. Mm-hmm. It was, the officiating. I mean, there was a lot of emotions there. Spezza's pissed off. And he, what he did was wrong. He knew what he was doing. I don't know. But I think if Pion gets a penalty early in the game, Spezza probably doesn't do that. I think the problem is this is game three of years built up of Neil Pionk doing stupid shit against the Leafs, too, which is also part of the problem, right? Like, yeah. at some point... Honestly, at some point, if the league is not going to police itself, well, that's right. Like if, if I, yeah. I, I will defend Jason Spezza on that one because uh, I would have done the same thing. Like a- after a while, fuck it. Who gives a shit then? If nobody cares, then let's just fucking run around and do whatever. That's the whole shit about refs keeping control of the game. Like if you can't keep control of the league and as a whole, who cares then anymore? Um, I thought the suspension was about right. The problem I have with the suspension being six games is in the context of what six games means at the NHL level, uh, it's way too much. Way fucking too much. Because the other two things we're talking about getting next to nothing here. Uh, I thought it was the third of the third worst play that we're talking about here. I think Spetzel was the worst play. You think so? I think Pionki made like he was at least trying to go for the puck on Sandy. Yeah, you can't make that argument. You can't. That's fine though if you if you like. I mean, think Spezza that that's sees not Pionk bad, glove the puck down the ice no and he way. still goes for the knee. Like he, fight no, the guy. no, for sure. But fight you're you're allowed to say that. But you, like, I don't see how you can make the argument that that Pionk was trying to go for the puck on Sandy. He went straight for his knee. The puck was over to the left. Pionk went to the right, or vice versa. I disagree. Is it the, is it the worst? Is it the dirtiest play the last three years? Which one, Spezza? Probably, Dur- probably not. Paris seems to think so. Yeah. Well, you can argue with the Pionk suspension. I think that should have been longer. Oh, I'm, I'm just saying, like, in the context of, you look at what you can't suspensions def- have gotten in the past. Yeah. For a first-time offender to get six games, that would be the dirtiest play yeah. in the minds of the Department of Player Safety in the last three I or mean, four years. I cer- mean, certainly the issue with the Spezza thing goes back to what I said, though, right? Where it's just like, it was, it was clearly intentional, right? Yeah, like, there's sure. just... Yeah. Clearly, like, you know, it's it's years of built-up frustration on this fucking guy. It's, you know, it's it was it was intentional, and therefore, yeah, okay. Yeah, he deserves to sit for a little while, yeah. right? But I think it's the number that is the problem. If you want to say that every suspension I think should it's, be longer yeah, relatively around, speaking, that's yeah. fine. But 
you go back like what the only longer suspensions in the last three years is uh, Tom Wilson in the playoffs. Yeah. Okay. And Nazim Kadri for his what third? Yeah, they're both they're both knees, but one is to the head and one is more intentional than the other. Right. You know, like Spezza is not even looking at the puck. Yeah. No. You know, absolutely. Like, I think I, we, and it had the refs called the penalty on Tionk. I don't think Spezza does that. I, no, I, I think we can agree on that. Yeah. My, my problem is more, where does it fall in the zeitgeist of yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know all the suspension last yeah. three years, but yeah. Because that's where I have a problem with it. Yeah. It's like, okay, bad play, dirty play, something very similar happened earlier in the game. Yeah. And one is deemed three times worse. Yeah, we're going to get to a third one that... Uh, <clears throat> doesn't even get a game. So, it's just this, like, Wheel of Fortune spinny-do thing that the department's doing where, um, like, we don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. There's no consistency. And what Jason Spezza was, did was wrong. Mm-hmm. But in the hierarchy of NHL suspensions, it shouldn't have been six games, I guess, is, is just where I come down on it. And he's, he's appealing, so it might not be six games. We'll have to find out. But, like Tom Wilson dropping Artemi Panarin on his head last year. Uh, much worse play, in my opinion. That, I don't even yes, think but he the got league, a game. The league values players' health less in the playoffs. You need to do more to a player well, in the playoffs. It wasn't in the playoffs, though. Was it not? No. Oh. It was like second last game of the year or something. Who? Panarin getting dropped in his oh, yeah, noggin? Late, yeah. yeah, it was Rangers. On his egg noggin? Rangers didn't even make the playoffs. I don't know. It's... I agree. There's inconsistency. Yeah, I was fine with Spezza's clean career or not. You need him in the head. Mm. Yeah, and I feel I do feel bad because had that game been officiated differently, that probably doesn't happen. Yeah. So and Pionk might be out for a long time. I don't know if concussion was confirmed or anything, but you know, need a head at that speed. Mm-hmm. Well, not good. It turns out actions sometimes have consequences. Yeah, right. Um, but but not always. Uh, Eric Cole, whoever, I don't know, whatever this Ian guy. Cole. Ian sure. Yeah. Uh, some guy, uh, Carolina Hurricane, suspended. Uh, oh, it says you're not suspended. Uh, $2,500 fine for his knee on Mark Shifley. Uh, I think the worst play that we're talking about here, to me. I thought it was uh, pathetic. Uh, ten, 10 games for me. I, th- I thought it was terrible. Uh, he gets nothing. Not really sure the logic on that. Other than maybe because Mark Shifley got suspended last year, I think it was because Shifley didn't get injured. That's probably why. Uh, well, like that yeah. shouldn't be why. L- but that's luckily, why. I don't really know how he didn't. Yeah. But yeah, and, and that kind of goes back to like the to your point with Spezza. Like Pionk finished that game. Mm-hmm. The only guy that didn't finish the game in which they got hit was Sandine. Now, James, I don't see how that's possible because the NHL has concussion protocols yeah, that they take very that seriously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great league. Um, I don't. I don't necessarily know if I like if Coles is worse than Spets. Like I think there's a debate there, just because they're very different in in the context of what's going on, on the ice. I thought it was nearly identical to what happened with Pionk on uh, Sandine. Like the the two hits were very very similar, and for that degree of separation between the outcome was asinine. I, I watched it probably ten times and slow and fast and thought I've never seen someone stick their leg out that far to fucking knee a guy in my life at any level of hockey. That was the most intentional knee I've ever seen to me. But the 
the players have to start caring about themselves, right? I guess, I guess at the end of the day, like, my question is, do you, you figure he doesn't get suspended because there's no technical injury on the I would assume that's play? it, yeah. I would assume. They're not going to say that. And oh, he was fine. What was he fined? Like, five grand? 2500 $2, Okay, well. The maximum allowable. Like, get rid of that fucking shit. Well, that's the players, though. I'm sure the league would fine them more if they could. Mm-hmm. Well, if the players want, you know, next round of bargaining, increase that. You never know who's going to get the suspension, well, that's, though. That's you know? right, so yeah. Like they're that's, they're uh, worried about paying it, but yeah. they can't complain about the fines being so small. Yeah. We or, can. Well, we can, but yeah. I don't know. Meanwhile, coaches are getting $25,000 because they don't have a... Yeah, they can do whatever the hell they want. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Kneeing. I wonder what happens next. I'm excited. Probably more knees. Um, uh, hits to the head. Uh, I, I thought we're making a comeback, and then I watched the hit like 15 times. I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't really know if he tried to, but... Uh, Truba. Uh, Jacob Truba, New York Rangers, big hit on Jujar Kara. Uh... Catches Kara in the head. Kara knocked unconscious. Brought to the hospital, luckily doing well, responsive. Expected to make a full recovery. Yeah. Uh, which is the most important thing, obviously. Um, this one was divisive, I found. A lot of people thought it was a terrible, terrible hit. A lot of people uh, said it was textbook, open ice hit. It's a bit of a tough one, I think, but... Yeah, you see I don't know guy, if this one's as black and white as everything else. Mm-hmm. You see a guy lying on the ice, you, you know, mm-hmm. clean hit or not, you're... I don't know. Like, Tr- Truba could have not made that hit, I don't know. But he's been probably taught his whole life to make the hit. It was a clean hit, I don't think it was their head contact. I, like yeah. it. I, I think, and I realize that this is maybe not the hit to really start making this point, but I think we really need to start doing a better job at separating an injury from the play itself. Yeah. Because guys get hurt on totally benign plays all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, guys guys get hit when they run into their teammate on on practice on in warmups, and they're up three months sometimes. And so should that teammate get suspended from team activities because he's in the wrong spot? No, like obviously I'm not saying go that far, but I think there was this big thing about how like you know suspend the guy for as long as the player's out, and it's like well. I don't really think Truba was trying to fucking hammer Jujar Kara in the head. It looked like that the first couple times I watched it, but the more you kind of go in, yeah. he hits him clean in the shoulder, yeah, it's a clean and Kara's head. head could not be more down. Yeah. Like, just, I hate to say it, but like Eric Lindros' level of just looking down at the puck. And he still managed to catch him in the shoulder. Well, chest, sorry, but... Yeah, chest. You know. I, I do think there was head contact. There, yeah. Uh, before the shoulder and everything. Um, but that'll happen when your head is leading your body, right? Like, um, I don't know. I, like, I guess at the end of the day, uh, if Kara's alright, then that's all that really matters. But we either we either suspend this play and then guys are just told that they can skate around with their heads down all night and not have to worry about any consequences yeah to which i would expect the game to get worse overall as a result yeah or we allow it and we just accept that sometimes 
guys are going to get hurt. Sometimes guys are going to get hit and their bell is going to ring for a bit. And mm. I, I know that that's a shitty thing to say because we want to get rid of concussions and CTE from the game, but, like, it ha it just, you play the game or you don't play the game. Like, at some point we have to draw a line in the sand and accept that I don't, accidents will happen. I don't think the hit was needed to separate him from the puck, which is a problem. Like, Kara was already bobbling the puck. He looked down. Truba probably could have taken away with a stick or whatever. So, to me, it didn't look like Truba was really trying to get the puck. I don't know. So I know a, it's... We yeah. grew up watching hockey, and those are the hits that we, you know, but... To me, he didn't really look like he was going for the puck at all. He could have taken it, probably, with his stick. Because Kara's bobbling in his feet, his stick, you know. And, and, that, and that's a fair that's a fair argument. The problem is, I guess, like, we'll never know. No, if, no, if, we won't. If Kara gets around Truba there, uh, now we're talking about Jacob Truba being benched for two weeks or something ridiculous, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. You, you have, a, you have a, a great point about at what point does the player's responsibility about playing the body versus playing the puck come into effect, but I think at the end of the day, if we want to just talk about the hit and the result of the hit, shitty things happen. And that's just the nature of the sport. Based on the rule book, there's nothing wrong with the hit. So no, you know. But and I mean, even to your point of like, is it needed? No, but it's part of the game, right? Yeah. I hate the it's part of the game ship. But the reality is, you know, take take hitting out if we if we want to get rid of this. And I'm I don't care either way. I've I've said this before. Like I. You want to take hitting out of the game, I'm fine with that too. I really don't care. But this right now is still something that we're using as a way to separate a player from the puck. And in that situation, I, I'm i a puck first guy, but I probably would have gone for the hit there too. You know? Yeah. So, glad Kara's okay. Uh, I definitely, for, for, a, for a guy that plays a game with a lot of edge, I don't mind Jujar Kara. I actually... Kind of like him, so I hope he's all right. Um, I guess quick while we're on the Jacob Truba conversation, the McKinnon hit was clean, right? We don't need to get into that, right? That was fine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm just making sure people. Some people thought that that was worse than the Kara hit. Uh, gotta love the internet being. Uh, if it's not Jacob Truba, we're not talking about it. Yeah. The same guy yeah. in like a 24-hour window, yeah. and that's well, and if it's not Nathan McKinnon, we're not talking about it either. Maybe. I think. Yeah. Yeah, we like to bubble wrap a few of our stars i think sometimes one of them one of them's not mcdavid interestingly but um um yeah well you know obviously jacob truba living rent free in uh, the heads of many fans around the nhl speaking of living rent free uh the arizona coyotes are uh going to be locked out of their building next week or something i like my bubble wrap i believe they paid it because you bubble wrap your shit before you leave oh do you some people do you haven't moved in a while, I don't think, though, either. It's been a while. Uh, yeah. Katie Strang breaking the news this week that, uh, well, and, and several people working in on the story, Mike Stevens doing quite a bit of work there, too, um, that the Coyotes allegedly are still owing taxes and uh, rent as far back as 24 months ago. Mm -hmm. um, I don't even know how this happens, necessarily. Uh, I don't <laughs> think... This is the easy part about being a millionaire. Um, so yeah, this this is an interesting situation. So the Coyotes may have to move down the road. 
may have to play their games anywhere else. Um, I don't know how this doesn't get straightened out, but apparently it still hasn't been. So, I, I find it hard to believe that something won't come forward at the 11th hour, where I can't remember the guy that owns the team, but like the guy's a multi-billionaire. I'm sure if it's like, oh yeah, tomorrow we're changing the locks and you can't play, he'll just write a <laughs> fucking check and we'll move on, kick the can down the road, so to speak. I hope so. I find it very hard to believe that they're actually going to get locked out of their building at this point. No, I, they, they're current. They paid. No, but there's like other... They owe debt, but like the, the arena gave them like a payment plan. Hmm. So like if they follow that plan or structure or whatever you want to call it. Plan. I love to hear that like a multi-billion dollar like dude is, is like is having similar financial troubles as myself where it's like, you know what, you owe all this money, but we'll just let you pay it off little by little. Well, you think that, you think that maybe they would be a little bit you know, careful with that stuff and maybe they would be able to play there next year, you know? But if they're behaving like this, I don't see that changing. I thought it was already agreed that they weren't coming back. Well, that, that's what the arena said, but I'm sure, you know, their ideal could be worked out financially or whatever, but this type of behavior isn't going to... This is where it comes back to for me, because I was under the assumption that next year was already spoken for, they're not playing here Well, next they, year. yeah, as of right now, but you know, what, if the I Coyotes know. can't find anywhere to play... And the NHL throws sure. money at the arena. You sure. Know. I'm just saying, like, I assumed that was a hard line in the sand. You're not playing your next year. Okay. Then we're not going to fucking make our payments on time. You know what I mean? Like, I can see the pettiness behind the scenes yeah. involved and all that. And it's never going to get to the point where they're actually not playing in the arena until next season. But yeah. I'm assuming they're just going to get not allowed to be brought back. But yeah. this year, I totally just see this as petty bullshit behind the scenes. And we're never going to be It just looks bad for the league. It's, sure. You know. You'd expect this from a minor league team or something like that. Sure, yeah. Even that, I think I wouldn't, but... And isn't the arena owned by the city of Gundy or something like that? So, like, yeah. the, the Coyotes are at some point, I assume, going to go ask the state or the city for money for a new arena. Or tax breaks or something. Well, apparently there was an agreement in place with a city called Tempa or something. Tempe, just yeah. down the street. And Is it's like Finland? Yeah. And it's like... Yeah, you can build an arena here, but oh, by the way, you have nowhere to play next year, and you can't start building the arena till like. Yeah, but if if January. the Coyotes go to Tempe and ask for tax breaks or money or financial, and then Tempe, the city of Tempe, seeing how they're treating Glendale, sure, you know, yeah. like it's pronounced Tempera, Tempera, hmm. Tempera, Finland. You're not doing yourself any favors. I don't know. I don't want to see them really move, but I think at this point, they're mm. like, where are they going to play? Like You're right, John. I don't you know. want to see the move. Uh, I think they should just fold the franchise at this point. But <laughs> Just cut ties with this embarrassment of a story. It was bad in Winnipeg. It's getting worse in Arizona. It Arguably the worst franchise in professional sports. Why is Gary Bettman so eager to keep these guys and not Atlanta? He doesn't like being wrong. Yeah, but I mean, some people were saying that he doesn't want it to be a team that he put there. Well, mm -hmm. I mean, he put Atlanta in Atlanta. Atlanta was a nice, clean move, though. It all just worked itself out. Well, I'm sure the NHL would love Houston. Mm -hmm. You can't tell me that's not a financially beneficial move for yeah. them. Mm -hmm. yeah. So why is he so... This was his... This is his baby, man. This this was his big project. Yeah, but so was Atlanta. I mean, Atlanta came Atlanta in Atlanta was him. after, though. Atlanta was a they big market. They went to Phoenix first. Well, yeah, but... This is his baby, man. This is his prized idea that he just loves. Always has, always will. He'll never admit he's wrong on this one. It's this, just the this, way it is. This was the first team that, when he took over as commissioner, that yeah. moved. Right? And this, so. this, this, yeah, 
it's it's unfortunately one of those things where I look. I've been. I'm on the record. I don't necessarily hate Gary Bettman, uh, but this is one of the things where I have always said that he's wrong, and I think it's ridiculous that he mm-hmm. doesn't see it that way. And like, don't get me wrong. Uh, some good has come of it. He plays for the Toronto Maple Leafs wearing number 34. Mm-hmm. But that's about it. Like, that's pretty much where the line ends. Mm-hmm. Like, but you know what I mean? You move this team to fucking Albuquerque and you're going to have kids coming from New Mexico too. So, you know, I do move it wherever. And, yeah. and you know, you'll always have that angle. But, yeah, I don't know. You can't, Yeah, but they can grow the game in Houston. I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. more people. Wherever. Are, yeah, wherever. Really? Milwaukee. I, I don't know if I buy Houston as a place that's really going to work. I, I'm, I've just I've never really seen that as much as everyone else does. Houston's another one of those like it's very similar to Air, or uh, what's the to Arizona? Phoenix? Oh, good Phoenix. Yeah, um, it's very similar in the sense of Phoenix, where it's like there's just a shitload of people here, and you're hoping that you're going to throw a dartboard at a dart and hit. Yeah, yeah, but, but they they've had they had a WHA team back in the day, you know, the Gordy Howe. Uh, they had the Houston Arrows there for a long, long time. I think there's a, a fan base there that maybe can support hockey, but well, I don't know. What but when when did the Houston Arrows move? Like the minor team? Mm-hmm. Uh, like oh nine ish, twenty ten. Was like it that. successful up till the end? I couldn't tell you. Because there's one thing to compare it to when Gordy Howe lived there. Yeah. You know. No, oh, I'm just saying downtown just Houston looks a little different now. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, you look at Toronto forty years ago, you don't recognize the place either. It's um, not, it won't work in Houston if they're run like they are in Phoenix. Absolutely. But, yeah. You gotta get... Houston's it, like... It's, it's more than just getting seats, or uh, people in seats at this yeah. point with, with this franchise. Like, mm-hmm. it's it, it goes much deeper than that. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. I don't think moving them is going to solve the problem. Well, you need competent ownership. And exactly. That's where it starts. It's, it's worked in Dallas. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm, nice not, I'm not saying it's, it's. I'm not saying it's Houston that's the problem. I'm not even saying it's that it's Arizona that's the problem. It's the people running behind the scenes. You have to get rid of these people behind the scenes, and you can make you can make a franchise work in Arizona if you have people that know what they're doing. That's the thing, right? It's been ownership after ownership that doesn't know how to handle this because the thing is, it's like it's one thing to buy a, a hockey team, you know, and move it to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and it's another thing to buy a hockey team and move it to like. You need smart fucking owners. Like, you need the best of the best to own this team to make it work. Because it's not an ideal market. And it's been constantly, you know, bottom-of-the-barrel type fucking owners that are coming and doing this. And they have no idea what to do. They've been so wrong in Arizona that I'm at the point where I just fucking give the team to Jim Ball silly and see what happens. You've been so wrong on every fucking thing you've decided to do. Go do the opposite of what you're... Just go with the opposite of what your instincts are telling you to do. It's a great Seinfeld episode. It worked for George. I think it'll work for the NHL. Can't hurt. Can't get any worse, Can't right? Get any yeah. Worse. Uh, yeah, well, I don't know. I feel like we say that with this team all the time, but... Anyway. Um, well, speaking of the Penguins' ownership, uh, they have an ownership change. The Boston Red Sox ownership owns the... Uh, Penguins now. Big day for you, eh? I can't believe we haven't had the uh, Fenway Park outdoor game announced yet between Pittsburgh and. Are they gonna put like a big Boston? yellow, big yellow wall inside PPG Paints Arena there? You know, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, only in the defensive zone, uh, mm-hmm. left side though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just block out that corner. Yeah, you ice the puck down that comes out into the slot, and like, oh god, and fucking break away like. 
They should do that. Spice the game up a little bit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know. Thoughts? I don't, I don't really it care. It can't but, be worse know, than it's... the Coyotes. Mm. People are worried yeah, about them moving. The Coyotes. Like... <laughs> That's what they thought. They do a good job with Red Sox. So. There were people concerned about them moving, but like, where are they? They're not going to move into Boston. Oh, Pittsburgh? Yeah. That was a big, like... The Penguins might move? Well, no, a lot of people were concerned about that, like a new ownership, but they got to stay well, there for 17 seven years, years ago, I would have moved them, but I mean, I, they made the right choice to stay. They've got a lease for whatever, but... Mm -hmm. I got to say, I'm happy seeing Marlon you get his fucking payday. It's yeah. all at the right time, yeah. 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 Well, yeah, before the before two, Sid and over before the two kids uh, right off into the sunset oh, yeah. there. But, like, did, did this guy make money? Playing for the Penguins at any point in his career. Mario? Yeah. They just got to the point where, like, hey, we can't afford to pay you. Here's some stocks in the company. Oh, is the company doing well? No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, of any famous professional athlete, it is hard to tell if Mario Lemieux has money. Well, he does now, but if, if he did before, you know. <laughs> and I imagine he spent most of it on cigarettes, but. True. Um, Gary Bettman's staying around uh, for a long, long time, he says. Yeah, thousand years? Long time. Thousand Thousand year Reich. Um, sort of just a fluff comment, right? Like, you know, what else is he really going to say? Like, oh, yeah, I'm thinking of retiring, actually. And everyone will be like, oh, good. You know, um, I think everyone was kind of freaking out about all, like, oh, great, we're stuck with this guy for a lot longer. But, like, I don't know, what, what is he now? Isn't he, like, 67 years old or some shit? I thought he was 72. You might. I, he's one of those guys. If you told me he's fifty-one or seventy-eight, neither would surprise me. He looks. Uh, he's sixty-nine. Mm -hmm. So we're not gonna be stuck with him for a long, long time. Oh no, he's here for the next twenty-two years. <laughs> it would be very NHL to have a ninety-one-year-old commissioner that's been the fucking commissioner for fifty years, or whatever. Of like the point. of like the five or six. President commissioners we've had in the league. Mm -hmm. um, I think only one didn't go till his deathbed. <laughs> so like, Batman's probably just gonna bite out the clock, right? <laughs> like six, even politicians know to step down. It's like the Pope, you know. Exactly. It's a lifelong commitment. That's right. Yeah. Is that what's what's gonna happen when they elect a new commissioner? Is yeah. there's just gonna be black smoke coming out of the uh, the smoke the Gila the Gila Arena and fucking Glendale, whatever it's called there. No, it'll come out of the Crypto.com arena in Los Angeles, actually, just smoke. Hmm. Like, where they've elected a new commissioner. And out will walk, like, Brendan Shanahan or something in a suit. Cost certainty! You're talking like that all of a sudden. I think that's what they should do. Is it is it smoke, though? Or is it, like, dry ice? You know, ice hockey. Yeah. <laughs> it's just snow. Some burning Coyotes jerseys, you know? <laughs> that's what it is. You'd run out of those pretty quick. I don't know. What like what would you think of Gary Bettman sticking around? Do you, do you think it's time for a change? Because this is like I think the first time we've had this real conversation maybe in like fifteen years. The people who matter like him, the owners. Mm -hmm. He's made them a lot of money. Mm -hmm. Expansion, TV deals. He could be making them a fuck ton more money though. That's a problem. Well, I'm sure they've could thought he? about that, but I think so. I think the game's kind of gotten a little stagnant. For growth. But how, how do you make more money at that point then? Grow the game, more sponsors, more. There's a lot more that they could be doing. Okay. Yeah. 
Like, it, it is somewhat minor league-ish. Like, didn't that Forbes list just come out and, like, all the franchises are, like, record-setting yeah. Yeah. possessions? Mm-hmm. But yeah. so are other league's teams. And the NHL, they aren't growing as much, right? Like, I guess, but I think at the end of the day, like, we have to just kind of accept at some point that like, there's only so many slices of the pie to go around. And this is just kind of what hockey is, I think. Well, I don't know. No? Well, like, can... the Pittsburgh Penguins just sold for, what, just shy of a billion dollars. Whereas 20 years ago, you probably could have bought That's the franchise fine, but... for hundred grand. But how many kids are playing hockey nowadays as they were 20 years ago for in Pittsburgh, right? Like... I know that's not strictly an NHL problem, but mm-hmm. hockey as a sport is probably not as popular popular as it used to be. So what can the NHL as do it about used it? To you be? Know? Well, in Canada, I'm sure there's more percentage of kids playing soccer or whatever than there are ho- like hockey's expensive. But is but is that well? That's just it, right? That, yeah, that's... I'm not saying it's an NHL problem, yeah. but they could also help out a little bit, you know. I guess. I don't know. Their palms seem to be good and greased. So what are yeah, they? Yeah, well, that's exactly. They're very short-term thinking. Yeah. You know? I don't know. Have I don't, they, I don't have, really... Has the NHL I guess ever I don't... talked to Hockey Canada about how to grow the game in Canada? Like, I think they just take Canada for granted. Hockey's always going to be popular here. It's hard to say, right? Like, Canada... Well, you guys coach hockey. I'm sure, yeah. like, there's less teams, right? You know? Oh, registration it... numbers are down yeah. significantly. I, that might be significant, but... No, no, it's it's like thirty five percent from year ten over years year. ago. Yeah. So is that the Bay been product though, where like all the young people have left? No, it's everywhere. Yeah, it's about thirty five percent. Thunder Bay is yeah. not a terrible example because we've been at hundred thousand for a long time. Right. Well, I'll put we've it been this the same way: same population. So our it was down numbers. in twenty seventeen. It was down thirty five percent from like two thousand six. Hmm. And I can't imagine it's much better now. Thunder Bay numbers are about the same now as they were five years ago, but. Hmm. If you live in Toronto or Winnipeg or whatever, how, how do you take your family afford to an NHL game? It's expensive. It's I don't know if hockey levels are ever going to get much lower than they are in Canada, but they certainly could be a lot higher, for sure. And I, I like I said, I don't know how the NHL on its own solves that, but I don't think they're really thinking about it. So yeah, if that's a problem in Canada, that must be a problem in Glendale. I'm sure there could be more kids playing in Glendale than there is. You know, you might be right. I don't know. I guess like I just look at it and I say. Where are they going to make that big of a difference that we're going to notice it? Like, at, like from the NHL, where, again, it's not their problem. Do they care? I don't know. Yeah. Is it their job to... I don't know. Every team got so much money from Seattle's expansion. Maybe they could have each put one or two million <clears throat> bucks into minor hockey in the city. I don't know. Each city. And, and maybe they put money into the city. They, maybe. We don't, yeah. we, don't, yeah. we don't know that. We don't right? know, but... I mean, it would be odd for them to not brag about it. And they certainly did not. So, yeah. don't know. I don't. I don't pay attention. They're to competing with marketing department. Yeah, they're competing with the NBA, MLB, and NFL. But. Yeah. Well, the good news, James, is you're not missing much. So. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right. Let's get to the meat and potatoes here. The Philadelphia Flyers fired coach Alan Vigneault uh, after I don't know how long has he been there? Three months. Something like that. Uh, no, it was like two and a half years kind of thing. But um, Mike Yo is back, baby. Back behind the bench. Former Minnesota Wild great Mike Yo. Johnny, what are you saying here? I hope it works for them. <laughs> I liked Mike Yo. Like, I liked I, Fletcher, I, but... I know. like Mike Yo. I don't necessarily know that I would hire Mike Yo to be my coach. But as far as interims go, he's, he's, a, he's a solid... <laughs> 
option. It's not interim? like they hired him. Yeah, he was already there. Right? Yeah. Interim, yeah. Like you hear interim, and sometimes you're like, ah, this this guy's not gonna, you know, Peter Horacek or whatever. Like this guy's not the fucking future coach of the team, but. You know, Mike Yo, I don't know. There's a reasonable chance that he might do a good job there. I don't know if I'm betting on it, but they don't seem like they have a terrible team. Like it's, Carter Hart has been playing better than it was last year. Yeah. Like Ryan Ellis has been out for a while with injuries. I mean, they traded, you know, some pieces away to get him. Right. Something is wrong you know? with Couturier. I don't yeah. know exactly what it is, but you know, he uh, he doesn't score or win faceoffs anymore, which was like the two best things that he did. Yeah. Um. So now he does nothing. Uh, so they need to figure that out for sure. Uh, they probably need to stop playing Rasmus Ristolainen in 21 minutes a night. Would be good, I would say. It just they did, to do See, something that drastic, bad. right? Like Vigneault was getting like five million bucks for till the end of 24, 23, 24. Mm-hmm. So to fire him, I mean, they that must have been a pretty difficult decision. It's a lot of money to throw away. So yeah, it was a lot of money to. But give to him not in the first do anything place. to the roster, it's. It wasn't all his fault, right? Like, I mean, they did they play, things but... to the roster, but I just don't think they did good things to the roster necessarily. No. I mean, Ryan Ellis was the one good move that. Yeah, but he hasn't been playing. I thought they right? made, and he hasn't you know. played exactly. So you know, I mean, even the the Voracek for Atkinson one, at least it was you know it's a nice try. I think. What was Voracek really they doing there for eight million like anymore? That's kind of. Yeah, I mean, like at the end of the day, Atkinson's at least cheaper. Yeah. Which you know, if you're gonna have be paying a guy a lot of money for a lot of time you know lesser of the two monies is probably the good monies but they do have a lot of guys that they're paying a lot of money to that aren't really doing much right now you know Kachuri is not doing a hell of a lot Konechny's been a, a dud so Carter Hart looks good Carter Hart looks better yep yeah yeah I uh I, I mean I was gonna say that's the last time you said that he couldn't physically do any worse, I, was, I don't think. I was think. just going to say, compared to last <laughs> like, year... Like, if, if he did any worse, then they should like literally burn the franchise to the ground uh, for not sending him to the American Hockey League, because he was not an NHL goalie last year. But yeah, he's been fine this year, you know. Mike Yo, want to know? Buckle up. Yo, yo. Just like the season the Flyers are having. Um, do you think that the change makes a difference? Tough division. We're already in December. I don't mm-hmm. know. Uh, without making any moves, I don't. They might get a little bump like Chicago has, you know. But we'll see. Hmm. It's a tough division, you know. It is a tough division. So. I can't see them finishing behind Columbus. No. No. I could. Yeah, but well, what if they finish ahead of Columbus? Then so what? They're seventh in the division. Like, <laughs> you know. Have you forgotten which division the Islanders play in? Yeah. Well, that, that's crazy too. But I knew it. I'm not going to say it out loud. The, the, are it. the are the Islanders hotsy Nazi? Would you say? I don't know what that means. Not so hot. Are they? Are is this for real? Do you think? Or as, are they going to get their shit together? As Leaf fans, are you happy seeing this? Like, um, I'm not saying anything. They were pretty. Oh, we don't need John Tavares, and uh, you must be happy. I know you. I picked them what three years in a row to not make the playoffs. And this year I have been winning the division. I'm not saying I did that on purpose. But you boo this guy when he comes back? Who the fuck do you think you are? <laughs> he played ten years in that fucking dump. Didn't say boo. Never got arrested. Classic. That's great. I love that video. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't like them. 
I, I do think it's quite unfortunate that they had to play 13 road games to start the year, and I do think well, that that's going to be... They haven't won in the seven games at home or whatever, so oh. it doesn't really matter. Well, but, uh, <laughs> no, but I mean, it certainly doesn't get the season off to a good start. No. It builds a lot of negative momentum if, you know, you lose a couple road games, and it's like, oh yeah, by the way, we're not home for another month. Uh, like, it's, it's the shits, man. That That's brutal. Um, so, I, I don't know. I'm not saying that's everything, but... I, I would, I mean, I would I'd be, have to imagine that's the longest road trip in NHL history. Yeah, but to be so, yeah, I doubt it. You don't think cool. so? It was their doing. Like, it was their... I've never seen the NHL one longer than nine. Reason. And that was, like, for arena issues, usually. Yeah, I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure the San Jose Sharks have the, like, 20 games their first or second season because their building, like, mm. fell apart. It did go well for them, too. Yeah. Um, thing, things are different in Montreal. Uh, they've made some changes. Uh, Jeff Gordon, the NASCAR driver, I think is going to French class now. Uh, he is the president or something of hockey operations, something like that. I don't know. He's running the team. That was a good way to get around their own imposed rule, right? They're going to have an English speaker president. I, abso- the I absolutely love and it. And hire a French yep. guy. And just trot fucking yeah. Danny Briere out to be like, oh, you don't remember me? You know, I love that shit. Oh, make it Patrick Waugh. Make it exciting, you know? I, I... Get the people well, going. Patrick Waugh would be... Give the people what they see, want. Patrick Waugh would be the most entertaining option, right? Yeah. Patrick Waugh's the wrong option, though. No, oh, oh for sure. Yeah. Because you need to trot someone out who's going to say the right thing. That guy has never said the right yeah, thing but in his entire fucking if career. If you're Jeff Gordon, you want somebody who also won't replace you, right? Do you think the Canadians would have Patrick Waugh run the team? Okay, I, I agree with you in in, in principle. Yeah. I don't think that there is a French-speaking general manager that is capable of replacing Jeff Gordon. Like, I think Jeff Gordon's one of the probably eight best general know. managers in the world. Yeah, but to if, me. if they hired Danny Briere, I could see him being good at it. He's a, you know... My my choices would be Roberto, Roberto Luongo. Yeah, but those I don't are know competent you, people. Right? I don't know if you view. pry him away from Florida is the thing. But, yeah. you know... That's my choice, because he's going to say the right things. He's going to be likable. Yeah, he's capable Gordon, of doing it. Briere too. I like Briere, but what is Briere really working in front office somewhere? Like I think he's I in a front office, but I don't think he's like anything super high up. Know, I don't know. Luongo's kind of been doing the job for a little bit here. It's a good opportunity to learn. That would be my choice. Like people put Brodeur on the list. That's not going to happen. I don't think. No, he's too busy his, designing. Designing. His career is over now because of his graphic design. So he's done. That guy's finished. Oh, no. Didn't you hear it? He's doing jerseys for all the teams now. Did you see <laughs> they McKenzie? all just say jersey on them? Different colors. Did you yeah. see Mackenzie Blackwood's helmet? It had I do a like mask that. mask on the back. I do, I do like that. Yeah. And honestly, like part of me does want like a hat hat. You know what I mean? But the jersey. People is that are the spending worst, money on them. Is that the worst jersey you've ever seen? I think it is nah. for me. I think that's the worst jersey in NHL history to no. me. <laughs> no? Like, <laughs> I, think the, I think the Burger King's better. <laughs> Really? I think it's better. Really? Yeah. Oh, baby. That one Ducks one, I think, is worse. But that's about it. The Burger King... I think I like the Burger the King, King better. King of bad jerseys. Like, you'll never <laughs> dethrone the King. Jeez, Lou. Yeah. Jeff Gordon. I don't know. Fuck it. Um, yeah. Patrick Waugh. Like, are we all forgetting how that ended with Colorado? Yeah. He's going to show up, he's going to get the job, he's going to try to do one thing once, Jeff Gordon will be like, ah, oh, yeah, no, actually, uh, you're just here to speak French, and he will leave 
immediately. And then it's like, oh, wow, fucking, I probably shouldn't have hired that guy in the first place. So, I he won't get the job. No, he no. shouldn't get the job. No, well, I mean, like he he's our like we've already spent almost too much time talking about it. Like he put himself out of the running the day they asked him if he was going to be if he wanted the job. And every answer he gave was, like, a total red flag. Like, there's no fucking way you should hire a guy that's saying some of this shit. So, he won't get it. If you're if you're them and you're about to go through a pretty bad stretch, potentially, mm-hmm. why wouldn't you want to have one of the best players in NHL and history? Of, and one of the most like the reviled face. in franchise history? Well, but they I don't, don't care. Habs fans don't care that the rest of the league hates them. Right? Habs fans don't like them either, though. Well, not all of them, anyway. Some do. Not all of them. Some are mad at them. You know, it's not a very logical fan base. Just. Well, Habs fans don't like a lot of people, but, you know. Right. This, to me, seems very much the perfect opportunity for Jeff Gordon to kind of do what happened with him in Boston. Where he's going to give some guy a shot, and there's going to be a lot of hype and a lot of potential around him, and it's either going to work out or it won't. And if it doesn't, that's fine, because I'm Jeff Gordon, and I will figure it out. And if it does work out, you look like a fucking genius. And yes, it's going to be a terrible stretch... But that's why you give, like, the 32-year-old the keys to the car and hope they don't crash it. Jeff Gordon joke. He won a lot of races. Mm-hmm. He won a lot of races. Didn't he kill someone? Jeff Gordon? Yeah. No, Who was that? Oh, Jeff, Jeff Gordon was a good boy. Good How boy. dare you? I don't follow him. Jeff Gordon's a good American boy. Uh, good boy but... I think he is, isn't he? Isn't he a Boy Scout? I don't know. I thought he was. Does that imply you're a good person? Boy Scout? Well, it's a, it's a turn of phrase. <laughs> how do you? How do you? I've never t- heard that. How do you turn phrase. a phrase? I want to turn that phrase. <laughs> um, Speaking of turning phrases, yeah, let's turn. Let's turn the phrase here. Uh, phrase thoughts. Yeah, Navy yeah. Ward could be doing a little better, I guess. Yeah, a lot of potholes out there. Um, the Vancouver Canucks have made some changes. Uh... <laughs> Here's one thing I will say is aside from Jim Benning, they were all they've always been making changes. Uh not necessarily great ones. Um I just pictured just now for the first time uh, Bruce Boudreaux and Jimmy Rutherford having a conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Poor Bruce. Uh Bruce Boudreaux has been named the head coach of the Vancouver Canucks. Poor Bruce. Minnesota Wild legend. He, he signed I, the contract. Good week to be a former Wild he coach. He signed the contract. Yes, yes. He signed the contract to be the head coach. He did not Maybe sign the contract. Maybe Jacques will run the Cavs. <laughs> Get all the Wild guys back. He that would be terrible. Like, <laughs> Jacques Lemaire? I know we to have, but... Yeah. He probably doesn't read the CBA very often, but he can speak French. <laughs> probably have to send him to sensitivity training, I would think, too, for a oh, little while. Well, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Bruce signed the contract to coach the Canucks. He didn't sign a contract to deal with Jimmy Rutherford. <laughs> right. Why? Did Benning hire him? Who? Boudreaux? No, the no. ownership did. Oh, okay. Um, look, Boudreaux, I like it. I don't love it, but given the options, he's a good coach. He doesn't have a terrible track record. Good coach. Record in the regular season. Players like him. Getting players going. So, why not? You know what I mean? Patterson. Because because it's him or Randy Carlisle, right? So. My, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, he gets players going, and I think the thing with Bruce is at least with Boudreaux, you're going to get an accurate assessment of what this team is. 
like for better or for worse, you're going to be able to tell what is Elias Patterson, what is Brock Besser, what is Quinn Hughes been pretty good this year, but you know, and actually get an accurate assessment of what you're dealing with before you begin whatever sort of teardown you got to do with this team, right? Um, so I like the Brudrow hiring. The Rutherford situation seems to be one of those things they've said that it's going to be similar to Gordon in Montreal, where Rutherford's here, he's going to do it in the immediate, but someone else is going to take over for him in the mid-term kind of thing. And Rutherford will just kind of step aside. Like, he's more or less an interim general manager, is kind of the way that they made this sound. So, if that's the case, if it's an interim general manager, and he's not doing too much, I don't mind it. But he shouldn't have full autonomy over that team because he will fuck it up. Well, I don't know how quickly they're going to find a permanent option. I mean, Jim Benny fucked that team up pretty good. The good news is they're making this move in December and not the week before the trade deadline. Yeah, that Ackman Larson deal is going to screw them. It's not good. All three of those guys were on expiring contracts, right? Erickson, Beagle, and who else went to Arizona? Mm Mm-hmm. Erickson, Roussel, Roussel, yeah. Those were all expiring contracts that, oh, that's going to yeah. haunt them for a while. That, yeah. That's terrible. Yeah, I do. I do and think that, that the only Ackman reason Larson that, that happened is because the owner liked Benning. Had they done this six months ago after last season, yeah, it's the same thing with Montreal. Like, Bergman should have been gone last summer. This past yeah. Summer. Like, Bergman I, I was already looking for a way out. He's always, he's already, Montreal's not, and, not fucked though. Like, no, Montreal right. doesn't have really any bad contracts, no. you know? Price. He's hurt, you know? Like, sure. That's sure. not Bergevin's fault now, but... Well, I think it's bad, but everyone seems to think that Carey Price is the best goal in the world again. So I'm just going to kind of step uh, for, aside when it comes to Carey sake, Price. For our sake, I hope so. Well, yeah. So, yeah, I... I but, yeah, I, I, like, I don't know. I think Montreal is fixable. I think Vancouver's, you know... Really bad spot. Well, in fact, yeah. Like, really bad Cap-wise, spot. wise they're fucked. Because the issue is they've built this team around some guys that I actually am not sure that they're as good as people seem to think that they like are. Patterson. I've never Besser. been super high on Patterson. I think he's very good. I don't think he's, like, yeah. top ten player in the world. Like, people talk about him. I don't I don't see that at all. But, um, you know, Besser, same thing. Like, solid 30-goal scorer. But I don't know how much better he is than Tyler Toffoli, really. Maybe a bad example to a painful example for Canucks fans, but Brandon Pohill won't be happy. He's not. Well, he is happy because he hated Jim Benning, so he's he's liking this. But yeah, I don't know. Um, I I it's a change that was needed, and it's something different. So no matter what they did, I was never going to be like completely against it. It's still better than what they were doing. I think. I don't know why teams hold on so long. Like it's a, it should have been done a while ago. Yeah. And they're going to pay for it. And yeah. I guess the owner liked Jim Benning, and that's fine, but... The difference, I think, is that the last couple general managers that they had in Vancouver, mm-hmm. when you look, was, you know, Burke didn't want to do what the ownership wanted to do, and he was gone. Yeah. And then Nonis didn't want to do what the ownership wanted to do, so he wasn't there forever. And then Mike Gillis didn't want to do very notably what the ownership wanted him to do and they forced him out and Jim Benning was willing to do what the Aquilinis wanted to do. 
you know. The Aquilinians are going to pay financially because these next few years are going to be. Yeah, well, it's one fan base, a rare fan base, where I do think they've genuinely lost fans because of how bad this has been. It's been a decade of Jim Benning. Mm -hmm. Pretty close, yeah, exactly. I think the problem that, like, you you touched on why it wasn't done sooner. Are you referring to, like, in the season? or Should have been in last season. Like, off-season. Okay. Right? And I know that they didn't expect well, it to be this bad. A lot of people were picking them to be, you know, no, but, dark but, horse. But, and... John, to your credit, like, yeah, okay, you say it should have been done last season. It should have been undone in 2017. Yeah. Like, this has been a guy that for a long time people have been like, wow, how does he still have a job? Like, it's one thing when you're not doing, like, a good enough job. Mm-hmm. He's notably done a bad job with this team basically since he got there. Yeah. That was eight years ago. You know? Like, it's one of those... You're right. Like, they held they held on... His term was twice as long than it should have been. And yeah, I'm saying that with hindsight, too. But that last... That trade with Ekman Larson... Had they done this sooner, that probably doesn't well, happen. Well, no, but you're not even... like and I don't this offseason, they would have all that cap space. You don't even have to use hindsight. Yeah. If you fucking spent $10 million one offseason on Jay Beagle, Antoine Roussel, and Tim Schaller. Yeah. 10 a year. I mean, well, not even total. Tyler 10 Myers million a year. Great, you know, like $36 million for Tyler fucking Myers. Tucker Pullman, yeah, $14 he made, million. Dollars. He made those deals trying to get to the playoffs. He didn't make those deals thinking Right, but if you road. want to get to the playoffs, you should sign actual NHL oh, players. I agree. Right? But... Like, that's the problem. Like, yeah. these are all guys that, uh, Tyler Myers aside, these are all borderline NHL players. Like, Tucker Pullman is a seventh defenseman who was good in Winnipeg. Yeah. Wasn't great. Yeah. You know? A lot of nights he was abysmal. Right, so you're gonna you're gonna sign this guy for four years when he played forty games last year and was good for sixteen of them. Yeah, I think they were like he was smart yeah, not to sign Markstrom. Like I think that was decent, right? But yeah. then to go use that cap space to get Ekman Larson or waste on Ekman Larson right. or whatever, like that's just poor. And yeah, you know, like it's one of those things too. Like even if you make the argument that he liked Connor Garland, well, great, but like how how much value does Connor Garland yeah, not provide to, exactly to offset the negative of, of Oliver Ekman Larson? Not enough. I mean, trade, trade not enough. Trade for Connor Garland on its own, I don't know. Right, like Cody's. I'm sure the Coyotes would have done that. Well, yeah, you, you, like the the trade worked out the way that Canucks fans want to take it yeah. is. Garland it for the ninth overall pick, and then all the bad contracts for Ekman Larson. We'll just do the first trade. Like, just trade the ninth overall pick for Connor Garland. It's still not a great trade, but, like, I get it. You know? Whatever. Makes sort of sense. Well, but, 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 Gets you the player. They're like they're Swedes in Vancouver, though, eh? It's, you know, it's got to be a Swede, yeah. Swedish boy. It's funny because he's, he was best uh, friends with just Mark. Sit, just sitting over there stewing for, like, two, three minutes, say, eh? You know what I've noticed? <laughs> The Canucks have a lot of Swedish players. Oh, yeah. yeah that's, that's a good one, James. Sedin. Thanks, buddy. Another Sedin. <laughs> that's right. Edler. Yeah. Very good, Jim. Thank you. Thank you. I don't know. Like, I... What I was kind of going with earlier, like... To, to fire Jim Benning, like, yes, it needed to be done, but... I don't, Like, you can't just keep turning around and firing GMs every couple of years. Like... Yeah. You know what I mean? Like... That's part of the problem, too. Yeah, but... You hire the guy should, in 2014, and we're going to say that, oh, he should have been fired in 2017. Well, it's like, okay, well, who's taking that fucking job, then, if they know that they're just going to be booted the second they make one fuck well, up? Well, but, but my comment is that, you know, the ownership shouldn't compensate for their bad decisions of the past to keep someone who is worse than any general manager that they had before him around longer to compensate that they shouldn't have fired Burke, they shouldn't have fired Nonis... It should not have fired Mike Gillis at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
you know, like you can make an argument Mike Gillis should still be the fucking general sure. manager at yeah. this point, you know, as much as I didn't think he was doing a great job. I didn't think he should be fired. Like, you know, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like I, I see what you're saying, but Benning from the moment he got there was one of the worst general managers in the league. Like I think at some point you have to cut bait, you know, teams wait too long. They wait too long. Like it's, it's different. Just, well, I mean, this is the first example that come to mind. Like it's different where, you take a look and, like, say the Leafs lose in the first playoffs again. Yeah, but they're they're doing well, though. You know what I mean? Like, like I don't... Like, they're not doing actively terrible and making bad move after bad move and something has to change. Like, something doesn't have to change, necessarily. Right? Dubas is doing a fine job. And if you want to get complacent and keep him around way too long, that's one thing. But Vancouver has not been any good basically the entire time that Benning has been there, right? Yeah. So that like that's my thought. It's just like this team is not moving there's no progress. It's, this team's not even no. providing an interesting product. So th- that's the difference with like Dubis with uh you know some of these other general managers where people say, well like maybe, you know, Doug Armstrong being another one where it's like, yeah, but the team's not horrible. The team is, you know, close to the playoffs. They're maybe a move or two away from being a really good team. Vancouver's like ten moves away uh, from starting their rebuild, so like they they are a long ways away, I think. But I have no faith in the core, so I don't know yeah. if that's my. Guys get more playoff uh, wins than Dubis does. <clears throat> does he? He does. Really? You betcha. Okay. Makes you think. Yeah, I guess. Makes you think. No, they lost that series against Calgary. I guess. Well, whatever. I don't know. Um. Are the players going to the Olympics? Yeah. No. <laughs> Debate, gentlemen. They, they can't. They can't. Well, I mean, first of all, they, they shouldn't they be. They can't. They certainly can't. <laughs> they're starting to realize with COVID and everything that, like, if Connor McDavid has to quarantine in China for two weeks after the Olympics, he's not going to want to do that. And that, right now, that's what has to happen. Mm-hmm. Okay, so all these players are going to start realizing that they're not going to want to go. What, uh, I what wouldn't is, go. What does China have aside from bad laws and uh, bad food? A billion people? I don't know. Yeah. I, I have. The NHL wants to tap into yeah, it. Really N- I don't think the NHL wants to go. You say bad food? Yeah, well, over there. Like, our, I don't, our Chinese food is not Chinese food. I don't think the NHL wants to go. You don't, you don't think the I NHL think wants so. to go to China? I don't you think, think they have so. bad food there? China. The players had to fight for this last spring to get that included in, oh, or the bubble year. Did or they though? Did they though? Or did the NHL always want to go to China and then they said, "Hmm, I bet we could use this as a bargaining chip if we play our cards right." I don't know. I check China. In. Yeah, I don't know. Bat- Batman said the other day that it was up to the players. Yeah. So he he's making them make this decision because he knows that if Connor McDavid has to stay in China for two extra weeks, he doesn't want to be part of that. Right. Well, Austin Matthews missing two weeks in March or whenever it is, end of eight, end of February, whatever. Mm-hmm. That's a. But like, if every team is experiencing the same setback, like, what's the problem? Well, you're gonna have teams that don't have as many Olympic because you know, they suck. Well, I don't know. Like, the Philadelphia Flyers aren't losing uh, a 50 goal scorer for two weeks. They're yeah. losing maybe their goaltender. Which is a problem, I guess. Yeah. Bad example, but you know what I mean. Like, 
Yeah. I don't think they're gone. I don't think the okay. NHL wants to go. I think the NHL wants to go. And I think my I think my prediction from our previous podcast, um, Ilya Kovalchuk will be playing for Russia. He will be playing for us. I don't Not know. a chance. I don't think they go. I don't know. I, there's I, too much COVID. There's too much. There's too much COVID. Well, I mean, there was too much COVID. New when COVID the last time. What? When, when they made the agreement to go in the first place, there was too much COVID. Well, yeah, but I I think they were under the impression it would be better by now. It's not. And I, you know, decisions aside, if you're an NHL player, do you want to sit in a hotel in China for two weeks quarantining? China. Probably not. Probably not. So maybe the players don't go. But I don't think you're going to see a situation in which the NHL stands up and says, we're not going to the Olympics. Well, I don't think the NHL will because they have that agreement. But I think the NHL would gladly let the players aside, have it be a disaster, and then put their hands up and say, we had nothing to do with this. We left sure. it up to them. Sure. But I, yeah, I still is Batman going to say we're not going? I don't know. You going to be vaccinated to go? I would yeah. imagine. Yeah. It'd just be funny if you didn't. Yeah. I mean, we've got two months still. We could have major outbreaks and have to use that time to make up games. Like, it's... Well, you're right in that sense for sure. I don't know. The league seems pretty hell-bent on not postponing games at this point, but at some point they may have to. They may yeah. be forced into it, right? But I don't know. I would find it very hard to believe that the league is going to not allow the players to go. I'm not saying that. I'm just, I think okay. I think as a collective, most players will say they're not going. Okay. okay. Uh, Jeff Merrick or Elliot Freeman said that they, they're hearing a lot more from agents about players being skeptical about going. Quarantining is one of the major issues. Yeah, All right. which is fair. So, you know, and it sucks for players that this might be their last Olympics or whatever, but, you know, I don't know why they couldn't have postponed the games like they did with Tokyo. I don't like, know. Like, I, I have a hard time thinking Alex Ovechkin wouldn't go. Because he's got his cup, he doesn't have an Olympic gold medal, yeah. which he's said very publicly that's something that he wants. So, yeah, but is he going to go? Is it going to be the same to him if he's playing against non-NHL players like if he's the only NHL player to go is that going to mean the same thing to him I mean ask Pavel Tatsuk and Ilya Kovalchuk who have Olympic gold medals if it yeah. meant anything to them yeah. and maybe that's your answer maybe you're right yeah. maybe it doesn't mean as much to those guys but if he's getting the sense that that was something that they enjoyed and that you know they value then mm-hmm. sure fuck it is he going to be the only NHL player that goes doubt it at some point, you're going to start scraping the bottom of the barrel if Connor McDavid's not going and Steven Samkos isn't going. Talking Canada's just going to go down the list. No, if Connor McDavid doesn't go, you're not going to have third-line guys on the Oilers willing to go because they're going to say, my captain's not going. Or pick whatever player. Pick John Tavares, you're not going to have a fourth line. You're not going to see Jason Spezza going to replace John Tavares. Well, maybe not Jason Spezza. End of his career. But you got a guy sitting on uh, expiring contract, looking to cash in maybe in the summer. I can go score 12 goals in the Olympics. Yeah, okay, but then if the NHL's playing, he's missing a month of hockey almost, especially if he has to quarantine. Okay. So then he's going to lose a spot on his team. Is that going to be a good look for him? Maybe. Maybe not. I wish they would just. I wish they would pick a new venue because China, I don't really agree with China to begin with. Yeah. You know, boycotts and all that stuff. But it, I don't know why they're hosting it now. It's They delayed Tokyo. It's one of those things, right? Like, I, I'm... I'm vaccinated. You know, we've all yeah. gone out and done our job. At some point, you gotta, yeah, live, right? Yeah. So you keep postponing everything for yeah. the rest of our lives. I'm sure players have that attitude that they'll say that you know if I get it, I'll be fine. But the thing is, if they have to stay in China for two extra weeks in a small yeah. room with nothing to do while their team is playing important games in end of February or March, yeah. 
you know, hockey players are very team-oriented. If the Washington Capitals are in a playoff race, is Ovechkin going to risk that? I don't know. Very sure. I don't know. I think Batman kind of insinuated that they're hoping to maybe replace the Olympics with a World Cup of Hockey. I don't know. Well, I don't really care what you call it. I would just like a best on best. I didn't mind the last World Cup of Hockey. Mm. You know, not a huge fan of the Team North America stuff. That kind of takes away from the Olympic, you know, country aspect. I don't think I don't think all the players will. I don't think they'll go at all. Mm. If you have stars like McDavid or Matthews saying they're not going to go, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, if COVID gets better for some reason over the next two months, you know. <laughs> I admire your optimism. Well, it's not, no, I'm not just talking so, about in the world. I'm so, talking about the NHL. We've had a lot a of, there's a lot of players. Cockeyed optimist you know? there. Yeah. Islanders, Senators, Sharks, they've all had outbreaks. You know? Mm-hmm. This isn't going anywhere. We have COVID for the rest of our lives. Oh, world, oh, yeah, but whatever. Until the world burns up into the sun. Well, I mean, you know, it's a discussion for another podcast. I'll save my argument for the Joe Rogan podcast. Wow. Do, you think, um, do you think an NHL player says they're not going because of China as a country, not because of COVID? No. No one's well, going to boycott it for no. human rights, anything like that? The currently know? active NHL player? Yes. Okay, because I was going to say, I bet you Tim Thomas probably has some opinions about it, but uh, I'm going to say no. No. See, it's hard to say too because they could come out and say that, and that it's really COVID their reasoning. But I'm I would like to see a player do that. That they don't want to go to China specifically. Yeah, the problem is that those types of players are Curtis Gabriel, who's playing three NHL games this year. I yeah. think I think you're going to see like a joint announcement in the next week or two. I think I think we will see other athletes from other sports like skiing or bobsledding or whatever. There'll there'll be people in those sports say they're not going to China. Because mm-hmm. of those reasons. That's what but I think. I don't yeah. think an NHL player will do it, no. which is sad. It's... You think the NHL players are going to go? I I think I I will guarantee you at least someone who gets picked to a team isn't going. I could see or maybe, someone gets I could left see off. Maybe a team like Artemi Panarin, right? Well, he shouldn't go. He should not go. <laughs> he should he should stay in North America yes. forever. Yes, uh, is what I would do yes. if I were him. But I don't. I, I wish we would see some players. Did I take Panarin in my Olympic that. draft? I hope not. I don't. know. Um, I, I I hate that it's in China at this time, you know. Yeah, it should be in a different place, but that's for another podcast. So you think they are going, or you think I, they're not going? I personally think they're not going. I think James, well, you think they are going? Yeah. Well, I'm not. Well, it depends what you from, think. But like, no, 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 no. But you shut it down. No, the NHL's but, already said it's the player's decision. No, I understand that, but okay, okay but that this was not my question. My question is: Are the majority of players going? Do you think that we're going to have I think there dozens will, on dozens of players alike not to go? I think there will be a certain amount of star players say they're not going because of COVID. They're worried about the COVID. See, here's the thing the I'm COVID, in. Fuck. Here's the thing I the COVID. the COVID. Here's the thing I'm interested about. Is I think that way too, but I also thought we were going to see dozens on dozens opt out of the bubble, and they didn't. And that was at well, the time. Well, that's the financial when, decision. That was a financial decision. They didn't. They didn't. Comp- they didn't get compensated very much to go. No, but they also didn't have their salaries reduced for that time missed if they played those playoffs. But the end of the regular season got cancelled. The players didn't lose any of that money. Right. But that had nothing were, to do with the bubble existing or not. What? They're not losing any money. If they didn't if they didn't play it in the bubble, I'm sure the NHL would have clawed, clawed back some of those salaries. 
That was part of the agreement. To play in that bubble, the NHL didn't claw back any of those missed games from that. Well, like ninety percent of guys get paid in bonuses now. Well, that's well, so they would have been paid yeah, whatever. July first of the but the NHL year, didn't claw right? back. They missed that's, that's ten fair. regular yeah. season games. The yeah. NHL didn't claw back. So that was yeah. a maybe I don't know. You know, like I get that, but you're talking the difference you're talking about is Curtis Gabriel going to the bubble because he needs his money versus you know Mitch Marner who well, had you already had, been paid. Well, like he went to the bubble yeah. for free. Yeah, but then that's a union vote, and you've got the majority of the guys that are making like less than a mil or whatever, yeah. right? Like the majority of no, I, I don't make double digits, so you're gonna get outvoted. Well, even the guys who make like two million dollars get paid it, it as a bonus usually. Ooh, I don't know. Like it that. just goes as a bonus now, maybe for the most part, yeah. Hmm. Well, regardless, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like I, I'm, I don't think that you're gonna see that many opt out. I, I don't know. Like, I think that, but... I think if one person does it, you'll see a whole bunch do it. Stars. I'm not I mean, talking about... That was my I'm thought initially, about, too, but I don't know who's really... I'm not gonna... talking about, like, third-line guys on, like, Finland. Not to, you know... I'm talking about, like, the well, first-line guys. First-line guys Don on Scott. every country. I if dare a, you talk about Jonas Donskoy like you know, that. Well, if Austin Matthews or Connor Hellebuck or Good David players. or Crosby, yeah. Like, Crosby has two goals. He, you know, he's probably... Two goals? Golds. Oh. Right, two? Well, he might only 10, have two goals, too, but... So, in, in that regard, he can't be the first guy to stand up and wave the flag, though, either. Why not? Because he's been there, done that. He's not losing anything in the big picture. No. No. It's no different than, like, Alex Ovechkin skipping the All-Star game year after year. Yeah. Like, guys are still going to go to the All-Star game. You know, yeah, it, you're right. If if McDavid, Matthews, like somebody young in the prime, stands up and says they're not going to go, you might you might see a domino effect. But but I like mean, to be in that to your point there. I mean, McDavid has one or two more Olympics after this one to go, right? Maybe more. Maybe. Um, a Crosby, this might be his last. Nice. Yeah. So Crosby doing it would still be a pretty. You know, this is probably might be his last Olympics. Maybe I don't know. Maybe you know who took Panarin? James Cole. Hey. R.I.P. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't going. Um, John, you're an NHL fan. Uh, you've been watching the season, I assume. Uh, what is it that you would make of the Minnesota Wild? What are you? What are you saying this year? What do you think? Are they for real? Or are they just uh, riding some nice mojo at the moment? Um, if the Avalanche continue not getting goaltending, I think the Wild will win the division. Mm. Nashville's in second. Well, I... <laughs> yeah, that's what. Holy shit. I, yeah. I do have some good news for you, is that the Avalanche will probably continue to use Jonas Johansson from time to time. So, I wouldn't bet on their goaltending too much. I mean, the Avs have a couple game in hand, so the point difference isn't that big, but... Eustace Anunan was more useless Anunan uh, in his games, so that wasn't great. So Colorado's got to pull the trigger on a trade here, I would imagine. Pretty what, soon. though? A goalie. Yeah, but what do they give up? <clears throat> now, Anything. They need a goaltender. Well, Dallas, Dallas has a few goalies. They do. Flower. He's but available. Kudobin would be. But do they have the cap? I don't know that situation. Colorado? Yeah. I mean, it goes back to the old conversation of you can make anything work if you try Vegas hard enough. certainly but, does. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know what they're willing to move to. Like, Boston's getting two to ask back. Somebody's got to sit I don't down. I if they will. 
when he's oh, practicing nice. with the team. Is he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, they don't have the room for for goalie. That's just it, right? So they're, they're, <coughs> they, one of those guys has got to go. They should use him as an emergency backup for the rest yeah. of the year. How crazy is it that they haven't changed those rules yet? Debug like teams have had to have a lot more e-bugs this year. Did you see that Tuka Rask dressed as their emergency yeah. backup last yeah. week? How? He's not under contract. He's not under contract. But the e-bug rules state that you cannot have played professional hockey at any level. It's the emergency backup the other night. They might have signed him to one game. I don't know. I don't know, yeah, I don't know how it worked, but yeah, I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I. Boston's an interesting one, right? Like, I don't know. I don't know that they're going to have much luck trading Allmark, and I don't think they should trade Swayman. Swayman's the better, it seems. It seems. And you can't. I don't know. It's that, early. Yet, I don't know but... that Tukarask will come in and play better than Swayman, so it might not even be worth it, right? Swayman hasn't been bad. Tukarask been off for X amount of months. Yeah, he's older. Coming can off you really expect too. him to come in and play better than Swayman? I don't know. I think Swayman's been pretty good. It It'd is be like, nice to have him around the room. It is sure. hard to say. Like Tuka Rask is yeah. one of the only goalies in the world where I would say, uh, yes, you could expect that. You know, is that a reasonable expectation? Maybe not. Yeah. But I would never really bet against. He'd be Tuka nice to have Rask around the room, until... and he he probably would take the minimum. He likes to say Boston. Tuka fucking rocks. I don't think man. he. I don't think he's going anywhere other than Boston. Tuka Tuka Rask fucking rocks. You know what's going to happen? He's not going to sign. He's going to go to the Olympics. Tuka Rask is a guy I'd like on my team. I wouldn't trade him away. I love him. No. I love Tuka Rask. So. Uh, what you're saying is you think the Wild are good. Yeah, very good. They're getting <laughs> decent goaltending. You, th- you think you think it, yeah. Ryan well, Hartman, my guy. They're getting better goaltending than they were, that's for sure. Well, I mean, Talbot doesn't have the greatest stats individually, but he's getting wins. They're scoring a lot, though. That Ah, uh, yes. As Jonathan Quick would say, the most important goalie stat. Well, there's a guy that could go to Colorado. Yeah. Well, he's got 920 or true. close to 920 save percentage. Talbot. Not great. Or, uh, it's pretty good, but... Yeah, you know. that's the second time you've pointed to 920 not being very good. The league average is 907, so that, that's Yeah, but I just think good. of guys like Vasilevsky good. and Hellebach, you know. Well, I got news for you. Can't tell, but ain't no Vasilevsky. I'll, just, no, I'll, tell saying, that. I'll, yeah. tell, I'll say that for free yeah. right now. Um, Kaprizov's heating up. Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing. Is they were Ryan finding Hartman, They were finding ways guy. to win with Kaprizov yeah. doing not nothing, not doing start, much. Yeah. And now he's, you know, he's cooking. So It's fine, but it... It doesn't like the future sucks. Like those that the future? year, that year three and four of that those buyouts. It's even as good of a season they're having. It's well, hard for a fan not to think about that. Like I, I think what they're what they're not to defend the buyouts because as I said before, I think that's maybe one of the dumbest moves I've seen in NHL history. But I uh, think that they're betting on the end of the entry levels for Rossi and Boldy being yeah. live, but it might not be yeah. for Boldy anymore because playing in the American League. Yeah, but. I think had they not had they that not been an issue, they might have been in on Eichel, mm-hmm. and that would have been great. You yeah. Know? yeah, but we couldn't we couldn't do it. And this is basically their team for the next four years. So f- four of Capitals five years of his contract are going to be bad. well, fifteen million it's not dead bad. space I'll or whatever. That. I mean, you know, it sucks. I don't but know if I'll, I don't know if I keep Goligoski around for I'll four think years. About but that. they're having a good year. Yeah, you think they're the real deal at the moment, though. I think that I think they could very easily win the division. Okay. The West seems weak this year, just in general. Like, yeah, I don't know if they'll beat Tampa Bay or Florida, whoever makes the final of the East, if yeah. they get there, if they get there. But I think the Wild could beat Colorado in a playoff series. 
Yeah. It'd be close. Yeah, I actually think they could. Like, I think Colorado might still be the favorite. Regardless. I think most teams could beat most teams anyway. Yeah. But, like, yeah, I, I see what you're saying. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what about your other favorite team, uh, the Edmonton Oilers? They've lost four in a row. Yeah. Uh, what are you saying What do you there? think of McDavid getting the boot? Did you see that hit? Wasn't a good hit. No? I think it was it was, a bad hit. Yeah? Yeah. I think I, I don't think he should have got I think any that supplemental was the, discipline, I, but no. he, he should have got the boot. Yeah, I think that was the right. refs kind of saying, "You wanted us to call a rule book, we'll call the rule book." <laughs> well, I mean, nice, it'd be nice if they did that because maybe some yeah. guys wouldn't be currently suspended for six games yeah. if they had just. I mean, the, the it was boarding, and but I don't think he like it's not like he skated and pushed him the boards. They were kind of already on the boards. He gave him a rub out. Boarding for sure. I don't know if it was five. I don't know if the blood made it. I don't think there is a five for boarding anymore. I think they changed the rules where it's well. You got five in a game. So is it five in a game? Yeah. Five in a misconduct. I, whatever. I, I assumed that like it just it was an automatic. Yeah. I so, mean, the yeah. game was probably over. I don't think it mattered, but yeah. I think his griping to officials maybe, which is unfortunate. Griping. Well, no, it's not unfortunate because that's how it should go. Like that's that's. How... I don't. I don't think that was a five minute penalty. I think they they upped it to five. They reviewed it too, so whatever. Yeah. I'm a little biased, maybe, but. Like David has hasn't got a lot of calls this year, right? And yeah, you know. I don't, has Austin Matthews drawn a penalty this season? I don't think so. Well, that's no. another thing the league needs like, to you do. The league can do what it wants, but absolutely. But it's got to stop being about the name on the back of the jersey. McDavid, even even with McDavid, I could almost buy him not drawing a penalty because he's so goddamn fast that no one can yeah. even catch up to him to right. hook him. Yeah, but it's Matthews right. ain't that fast. These fucking guys can they can catch up to him. You know, he should be drawing something. Are you fine with it being a different game in the playoffs? No. Well, I think that's what it still is. Absolutely. 100% it is. The Leafs well, and the well, Oilers are going to get well, all these power so plays. So play, we then... play 82 games a year to figure out who the best team is under these rules, and then we decide to change the rules. But the seeding is according to the regular season. So why are we doing two different leagues mm-hmm. at once? What is the point of that? The, well, Call the, the fucking rules. The Oilers' best weapon is the power play. They are going to yeah. be a good team because of their ability on the power play. If they don't get a power play in the playoffs, then they're a bad team, and they should not have finished where they finished as a result. Yeah, and right? and I'm I'm in the minority here. Like, so what? You want 15 power plays? Again? Yes. Like, if that's what it is, then that's what it is. If the whole game's a fucking power play, then that's the way it's going to go. But you know what's going to happen? Eventually, teams are going to stop taking fucking penalties. They're just going to adjust. Yeah, I don't even mind because they play 82 games a year under this maybe, rule book, maybe. and there's not 15 fucking and power even plays if they don't a game. Adjust, so the playoffs, I the don't rule. think it's going to be. Like, the playoffs aren't going to be any different then. It'll I don't be mind. the regular season, but yeah. the playoffs. I don't mind that the hitting and stuff is harder in the playoffs. That's fine. But it's the it's the hooking and all that stuff. Like, if you're impeding McDavid with your stick, that's a penalty. Yeah. If you get in his way, if you hit him, you knock him off the puck, go ahead. You know, if you want, and if you want to give a little bit more leeway for interference and stuff like that, yeah. fine. But the hooking, like, McDavid not drawing a penalty last year in the playoffs yeah. is bonkers. bonkers. Well, the fucked up thing, too, is people, people give you the, well, then McDavid's going to get 250 points a year. No, McDavid's still going to get the points he gets every year yeah. right now, and then he's just going to get that many points in the playoffs, yeah. probably. <laughs> like, the guy doesn't just, like, fall asleep yeah. during the playoffs. That's it's not just not, McDavid. That's not what's like, it's, there's, there are missed calls on every star player. Any any fast player no, will oh, get the calls in the playoffs. For sure, for sure. but it, it starts with McDavid. It's most yeah. evident with McDavid yeah. because well, Sidney he... Crosby draws penalties, and Sidney yeah. Crosby yells at the refs yeah. more than anyone, and he yeah. gets minor penalties drawn. And McDavid so, is just, he's fast, so he exposes a lot of players, and they have to use their stick. Mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, 
And if you don't, if you're not going to call it in the playoffs, then don't call it in the regular season. That's my point. Yeah, they the play, pick can, one rule book. Of the the Oilers can get, you know, dismantle their power play and get better players, depth players or whatever. But yeah, don't give them all these. I don't know. At the end of the day, I don't think hockey fans want to see a game where there's a bunch of shit not getting called, right? Like they, they would rather just yeah. see a team win fair and square. I think, like I, you know, yeah. I don't think anyone enjoys this game where it's like every thirty seconds, like what the fuck was that? What the fuck was yeah. this? Because even if you're a, a neutral fan, it's not fun to watch. It just slows the game down, and it's it's the shits. Like no one's watching it for the drama; they're watching it for the exciting plays. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't want to sound biased. Like if McDavid gets a penalty in the playoffs, get call him on a penalty. Yeah. Like, but he has a skill, and he's not allowed to use it, in the, or he, he can't use it in the playoffs because there's sticks and grabbing. And... Yeah. Slash is a slash is a slash. Yeah. That's all it comes down to. Are the Oilers good? Yeah, they're fine. They'll be fine. Well, they will be fine? Well, yeah. Mike Smith should be back soon, and then they don't. Oh, have good. Back. Well, I, I, good. it's crazy that I'm saying that he's the, good, but the he is The 41-year-old who's been resting for eight months, I'm sure he'll be good. Yeah. they got to hold off. They need a goalie. They they gotta. Yeah, speaking of a team that could trade for fucking Linus Allmark. Yeah. Holy shit. They, that that division is is getting really interesting because I'm I'm thinking you're getting five out of the Central. And Anaheim has yet to taper off here. Yeah. Yeah, not much anyway. Yeah. Like Vegas is outside looking in right now. Which I don't think anybody. San Jose and LA have nice stories, but I, I don't think they'll. I think it's the f- top four there. It, it's the top four. And there for three sure. probably only get in. Three so. get in, and I think Vegas is one of them. So Leonard's not been great. No, although but, once they get back, Eichel. Would the team in front of him has been bad? Yeah. actually, and they're well, still winning games. I don't know. They like they have Patrick and Stoneback now for a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, Leonard. Well, I mean, there's the season as a whole, right? Like they missed yeah. both of them for. A month, yeah. roughly. But even these last two weeks, I'm sure Leonard's around 900, just these last two weeks. I would imagine, but it's going to take a lot of time that, you know, you get your legs under you in October that they were not afforded that opportunity, so they're kind of yeah. fighting from behind, That's I think. Fair. Like, I think I think it's a flow thing with them. I'm not betting on Vegas being... The Oilers should get flurry. ...being average. I the think Oilers they're going to get good. flurry, for sure. You think the Oilers Sick. should get flurry? Yeah. I'm not sure he'd move. I don't yeah, think Chicago... Is Chicago going to keep flurry all year? Him and Duncan Keith, I think that's the answer. What year is it? I think Duncan Keith's out right now. Probably. He, he, him and CeCe have not been terrible. Like, you'd think they were terrible. They've not been terrible. They have not I mean, been terrible. You're, you're right. I'll give you that. <laughs> That's I'm wild, wild but they have not been terrible. Yeah. The interesting thing, too, is like the... Those are two defensemen that are notoriously horrible on like in the transition game. And yeah. that's like the type of game that Oilers play. So it's weird that they're actually playing well in a in a system that does not support their play style, but uh, it's mint. Whatever, yeah. you know. Uh, Cole Perfetti and Alex Holtz are going to the uh, World Jays, eh? Is Cole Perfetti still under twenty? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Holy fuck. He's good. Oh yeah. yeah I like Cole Perfetti a lot. Um. Yeah, I guess we'll have a World Junior episode coming up, so I don't really need to talk about it too much. No, that's right fine. That's I cool. Just, like, yeah. so, no, I, I was going to say, like, should we talk he, about he that He turns now? 20 we'll, on we'll, January we'll 1st. Holy fuck. Yeah. Wow, talk about a kid made for the World Jays. That's crazy. Do you have NHL 22? No, I don't. 
Have they added the junior roster? Is that what they yeah, said? Yeah, they have. I don't have it, John. <laughs> That'd be sweet if they added that to be a pro, right? You could do juniors and be a pro. I mean, like, that would be awesome. Now that they have, they have the license, must, yeah. like, I don't know why they're dropping it in December. Yeah. So I would, I would think maybe that'd yeah, be cool. that's going to come up. That'd be fucking sick. On the Olympic, right? Do they have all, like, all IHF? It's, it's, it's double IHF, so I don't think they have the IOC shit. Uh, so I don't know what is what there, but, like, they've got all their jerseys and yeah. the, uh, the world championship rosters, the women's championship rosters. So you think they get Olympics then? It might be close. I don't know. It wouldn't be hard to just, especially with roster sharing now. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah you can get them. Yeah. It's, I'm surprised you haven't bought it. That's your thing, eh? You've been uh, waiting for that forever. I haven't, like... I, I bought, when would you play it? That's just it. Like I, I bought NHL 21. I maybe played like three games. It was all like yeah. creating players and shit that I was doing. Like I, I made all those alumni teams. Like I updated them all. Mm-hmm. Created like 600 players. Mm-hmm. Never played a game. Yeah. yeah. It seems like we like, do, we like doing the drafts and we don't like doing the playing <laughs> part, you know? What's the... I like doing the playing part, but finding time where the yeah. four or five yeah, of us are going to so. get together is not... Yeah, you got to keep in hey, mind, John. Uh, this we're is house, we're this, sitting there in a couple weeks. Uh, you know, that is true, actually. Uh, yeah, when, John, when do you start that? John, you coming over? Uh, I well, James, I think will probably. Are you gonna just stay there like the twenty second or something like that, like that night, and then just hang Depends out the twenty third? Like if I'm working till midnight, I'm just gonna go home. Okay. Well, someone's gotta let the dog out. Still, he said he had worked that out with you. Oh, I may have the days mixed up then. Yeah, I, 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 I will not be out there the twenty second. Uh, cause I'd probably work in, anyway. Um, <laughs> just making plans. <laughs> so what are you guys doing for December? We, ju- we just hit, we just like forget to hit stop on the recording. Like, all right, see you guys later. It's just me editing it for like half an hour. Um, we, we, uh, we touched on, I think three of the divisions. We have not talked much about the Atlantic. Ugh. Uh, John, are you a Florida Panther believer? Or a Florida Panther denier. Well, Bobrovsky's kind of come back down a little bit, eh? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. They are 14-1 and one on home ice. I think it's Tampa or Toronto's division. Still. Not Florida, eh? We'll see. That's interesting. Because the Lightning still don't have Kucherov, right? Like right. Yeah. I think it's Leafs or the or, uh, Lightning, yeah. Okay. I think those are the three playoff teams. What, who's the next team? Like Detroit, like ten points back or something. <laughs> Detroit. Yeah, that's hilarious. I just noticed. Let's that. go. Because that might be the other. Th- that might be a three-team playoff division too, right? Like, well, it's tough. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like that's the other thing too, right? The like problem the, with the Metro is they all play each other so much. Like, yeah. There's been well, some losses. Every division plays each other the same amount. <laughs> oh no, for sure. But like, what, what was it? Like a week ago, well, like, they, they every only team play in the Metro other. was over five hundred. Right, yeah. so now we're starting to see them thin themselves out. Now that they're playing their, themselves more and more, but I, I think it, I think it'll be four and four. Like I, I don't see more than four teams making it from the Metro. I think four will make it from the Atlantic, and I think Boston will be the fourth. I think they'll be fine. They have a six oh nine win or points percentage, right? Like they've only played twenty three games. So Boston, yeah, well, I got five eighty seven in front of me, but regardless, that's better than Detroit's. Well, on NHL.com, anyway, they've played twenty three games or six oh nine percentage. So. Um, I think they'll be fine. Like, I'm not overly concerned about the Bruins either. You know, I don't think that they're necessarily a team to be uh, super scared about this year, but I, I don't, you know, I'm not writing them off, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> that That's your thoughts on the on the Atlantic, John? Who, uh, 
Who's going to win the Stanley Cup? We'll probably have you on closer to the time. But I I'll just wanna... say, it's early. I'll say Minnesota. Wow. Know. Wow. Wow. No one's going to remember that pick. Wow. And if, I, if I'm right, I look like a genius. I called in December. Yeah. Right, yeah. You're, you're, oh, I had you're a, a real Jeff Gordon over there. John. Okay. Miko Koivu, eh? Retired number? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The second retired number. I know they said first, but <sighs> first player. Number one was retired for the fans. You know, the best fans. The best fans. I regret bringing it up. Did the Kraken actually do that thing of retiring yep. number 32? They did number that. That's the worst one, I think. That's worse than number one for Minnesota, I think. I think they. I think it's fine. You think that's I fine? I think it's something... I think, I think people outside of Seattle are going to hate that, and I think people inside of Seattle think whatever. I think it's... Do whatever the fuck you want. Retire. Oh, oh, for sure. Do whatever the fuck you want. As long as you, you don't want. do what like, the Predators did with the banners or whatever. I think the Predators banner thing was not as bad as the retiring oh, number 32. I Retired the, number. Retiring the number 32 is just like a fun thing, right? No one's going to wear 32 anyway. Well, they're not trained for Jonathan Quick. Like, First off, they're not the 32nd franchise in NHL history. They're like the 48th. <laughs> Secondly, they're not going to be 32 teams in a few months because the Coyotes are done bar. Well, they're not expanding. So There's no more expansion. There will be 31 teams by the end of the they year. They can't expand. Oh, they'll just retire number you know, you know, retiring number one cost you guys a bit of a long go, right? Yeah. That's why you didn't go to Minnesota. Yeah. I don't think that's why. Yeah. I don't think it was formally that's retired. I'm sure that he could have wore it. I don't think so, John. We'll see. He's the strong bone one. <laughs> I'm sure he could have worn number one. Ale- he's, ale- sure. he's allegedly the strong bone one. Yeah, allegedly. Of course. Allegedly. Who? No one knows for sure. Um, anything else? Did we miss anything there for hockey? The, mm-hmm. uh, the Vancouver Canucks had the longest road trip, by the way. 14 games during the Olympics in 2010. Four. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeesh. But at least that was broken up too. Yeah, like that's like that's after, yeah. even that is that's not as bad. Thirteen to start a year too. Like if they had thirteen in January or something, that's one thing for me. Thirteen games to well, start fucking, a season is fucking brutal. Some of the players could have helped out building the fucking rink. Like oh yeah, exactly. I, yeah, I didn't see fucking Adam Pellick doing that's anything right. during the off season. Grab a shovel. That's John Tavares would have. Yeah. John Tavares yeah, exactly. is going to build the new Leafs rink when it happens. I'm sure John Tavares probably there. started building the Leafs rink yeah. by now. Yeah, yeah. He's got his white hard hat on. <laughs> right, welcome to, to the talk on the side. Maple Leafs. Welcome to the pajamas. Toronto Maple Leafs Arena. Brought to you by Scotiabank. A lot of players' hard work here came into it, and for the greatest fans in the league, thanks everybody. John, you've got an exciting new arena starting next season. How do you feel? It's very exciting. Well, it's tremendous for our, tremendous for our fans. You know, they deserve mm-hmm. something. What a spokesman, Johnny T, man, <laughs> that fucking guy. There's something, something. John Tavares has some sort of like a light, like Jamie Del Paggio energy about him. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. It's probably the hair too. Uh, overrated, underrated, favorite, least favorite, uh, long-haired guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, we're 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 doing uh, we're doing Christmas songs. Uh. I like Christmas music. I don't love it. I don't necessarily get jazzed up to hear it, but I certainly am not a, a Christmas music uh, complainer. I like most Christmas songs. Most versions are bad, but the songs themselves are good. Um, John, are you a Christmas music guy? Yes. Yeah. Yes. You put Christmas music on in the house, kind of when you're home, or no? Yeah. Yeah. I forgot to when I picked. James I did up today, but I should. 
I did the other night by accident. I went to put on one song and I ended up playing the whole Michael Bublé Christmas album. Nice. While I was sitting here. Yeah, it was was a nice night. I had a rum and eggnog. Same Christmas music? It's really cool that every artist in the history of time has to record the same 12 songs. It is, it is a little nuts, like how you can just Google like a band and Christmas and they've done a Christmas song. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I should have done was rock versions of Christmas songs. We could spice that up a little bit, but I feel like John's knowledge might not be quite as no up to. No. I told uh, a guy I work with who's a huge My Chemical Romance fan that they have a version of All I Want for Christmas is You. And he's like, I have to hear that. And I'm like, you pretty much have heard it. It's exactly what you think it's going to be. It rocks. Yeah, very punk rock. It's like from 2002. It's good. Mm. You heard that one? No. It's good. I listen to music. I listen to my Chemical Romance. Sure. When they play music. Jimmy Eat World does Last Christmas. It's pretty good. I think I've heard that one. Yeah, it's a good one, actually. It's pretty good. But I, I like Jimmy Eat World, so, hmm. you know. I'm trying to think of a rock band that doesn't have a... I bet you Nickelback probably doesn't have a Christmas song. Oh, you think? I think you'd be surprised. You think so? What do you think, it, what do you think it's going to be? A whole album. They probably they, they don't have, I know they don't have an album. They got three Christmas songs. I, I know enough about Nickelback to know that they don't, they don't have a Christmas album. John, what do you think the Christmas song is going to be that they sing? Think they Ru- have one? Rudolph. Okay. Run, run, Rudolph. Um, <laughs> the Foo Fighters did that mm-hmm. recently. Nickelback, it says here, has not recorded a Christmas. Why song. do they hate Christmas? That's true. Why do they hate? I'll Google Christmas? that. Why does Nickelback hate Christmas? Yeah. Well, Bare Naked Ladies right have there. a Christmas album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a Christmas absolutely. album. Absolutely, it's not bad. It's about bacon, gingerbread, or something. I'm the gingerbread man. Yeah. Um, John, overrated Christmas song. Overrated. Just because I'm a, a teacher and I have to hear this a lot, fucking Frosty the Snowman. Hate it. I don't hate it, but I hear it too much. Yeah, just mm-hmm. fine. Yeah. Too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't like hearing it on, like, the radio and stuff. I think it should just be a kid's song. Okay. Like... Overrated. Hmm. Fair enough. Snowman melts every year. Fuck it. Whatever. So you don't, you don't like Frosty. I hate Frosty. Wow. There's too many Frosty. Like there's too much shit on Frosty. I would disagree. Frosty. Too much shit on Frosty. Yeah. Like he's got some like dirt. Like TV shows and oh. songs and. Oh. Frosty rocks, man. What's wrong with you? Disagree. Mm. I do love a good Frosty from Wendy's. Frosty, Frosty from Wendy's great. Great Frosty. The best Frosty. What and what show is that where he melts and then he, they put his hat back on and he's like, "Oh, take it off, take it off." Is that Family Guy bit? Yeah, that's fucking that. good. It's a good one. Hmm. Oh God, take it off. <laughs> James, overrated Christmas song. Um, all of them. Yep. <laughs> Honestly, uh, I will. I'll, I'll pick the song that's not a Christmas song, but we've decided it's a Christmas song. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jingle Bells. Not a Christmas song. What's it a song about? It's a Thanksgiving song. Thank you. You can look up the origins. Is it? Free. It is. Yeah. It's a Thanksgiving tune. But those is damn it, Yankee Doodle Dandies is down the, south. Is that the only Thanksgiving song? Is there a song about Easter? I. It's kind of hard to sing a song with a dead guy. Like, it's... <laughs> oh, woe is me. Oh, low are we. Our cows have a song called John Lennon. <laughs> well, yes, yeah. not a bad guy, and he's better than Jesus. Am I right? <laughs> hey, oh, oh, oh hey. No. 
Uh, well, speaking of John Lennon, my answer was going to be Happy Xmas, uh, but I, I, I subbed it out because overrated, uh, it's a little drummer boy. That song sucks. You don't like drummer boys? Not the little one. Kamine yeah, told me Parumpa Pum Pum. What the fuck is that? Them and Frosty. Can like, what is that shit? It's it's. I wouldn't say it's my least favorite Christmas song. It actually it it's probably my least favorite Christmas song in that it annoys it, it annoys me the most. It's not the worst Christmas song, but it's bad. I've never heard a good version of it because the song sucks. It's not a fixable song. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. I'll I'll say one thing. Please. If if he wants to try to make it better, I'm open if Travis Barker's willing to, to oh, try God. it. But that's about it. Because everything he seems to touch turns to gold for the most part. So, yeah. Little Drummer Boy sucks. John, underrated. So I don't know how to determine whether one's underrated. Um... I think Christmas music is the easiest type of music to quantify. Like, I don't know. Do you hear it? That's it. That, that, the song that I hear <laughs> the least... How can you not? Yeah, the song I hear the least amount on, like, the radio that I wish I heard more was Feliz Navidad. I like that. <laughs> just never on when I listen to the radio. Feliz Navidad is a good Christmas song. I, I'll give you that. It rocks. Now, I know I could just turn on Spotify. But, like, if I'm listening to Rock 94 or something... No, I get it. I don't, I don't know. Are there any real, like, rock versions of Felice Navidad? There's got to be. Who do we think so. sings it? Los Lobos? Feliz <laughs> Navidad! Feliz! Feliz! <laughs> I'm not coming up with much here. Feliz Navidad rock. Huh. I just figured like Christmas music was one of those yeah. things like if I just Google it it'll exist. Like if I just if I Googled Felice Navidad gob, they would just like have a version of it. It's you know? underrated. The rock you know, rock band hasn't done it. That's know? fair. It's underrated. Who would do a good version of it? Probably it'd probably have to be a punk band, eh? I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Bowling for soup. <laughs> Jimmy Eat World. I don't Are know. they bowling to get soup? <laughs> <laughs> that was good. <laughs> Man, cool band. Bowling for Soup was fun. Was? They're you know you know what's interesting about Bowling for Soup too, and I, I didn't know this, is that uh, that song was written by SR71 uh, 1985. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, ah, this seems like more your kind of song. And, like, don't get me wrong, SR-71 has, like, a big song, but, like, that would have been their biggest song, probably, mm-hmm. and they're just like, ah, nah, you guys can have it. That's cool. Something cool about having a hit and just giving it away. You know, I like that. James Underrated. I have been Googling for the last ten minutes. That's fine. <clears throat> uh, you don't listen to a lot of it, so you don't really need to have one. You could just have a specific version of a Manchester song. Manchester Orchestra wants to did have yourself a merry little Christmas. Isn't that interesting? I could see that. It's slow. Um, underrated. Underrated. Do you want me to go? Sure. I got mine. Yeah. My underrated is All Alone on Christmas by Darlene Love. Mm-hmm. I love it. I think it's a great song. Mm-hmm. It's in The Night Before. Uh, they use that. They use that. Um, they play it at uh, at my work sometimes on the Christmas playlist that's there at, uh, at the Caribou there. 
Um, Darlene Love also mint because she did the SNL sketch uh, Christmas time for the Jews, the claymation one. True. So we do love Darlene Love around here. So that that woman's got a set of pipes, and uh, I think that song rocks. The saxophone in it. Now is that it's a Christmas great. song or a Hanukkah song? All alone on Christmas or no. Christmas time for the Jews. Mm-hmm. Christmas time for the Jews. <laughs> Christmas time for the Jews. Think about yeah. it. Think about it. <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of both though, isn't it? Can it? Is it allowed? Well, I think it's I, di- think... I think it's directly about Christmas. I think it's a Christmas song. No, you're right. Maybe it is a Hanukkah I think song. It's a Hanukkah right? song. Well, why didn't it be called Hanukkah time for the Jews? I might use that as well, the because outro. it's Christmas time. I'm probably going to use that as the Christmas. outro. Okay, so that's but Christmas it's not song. about Christmas. Jews. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I'll give you that. Thank you. Not a Christmas song then. Uh, but All Alone on Christmas, a Christmas song for sure. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Christmas Makes Me Cry by Casey Musgraves. Never heard it, but it sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds terrible, actually, is what it sounds, but all right. Sounds like a solid tune. Sure. Okay. Christmas Makes Me Cry. Wow. Yeah. Casey Musgraves. Nothing gets me fired up. Like crying to Casey Musgraves at Christmas. Jono, your favorite Christmas song? Uh, Linus and Lucy. I don't know what that is. Is that just the piano? Yeah. It's the oh! Charlie, Charlie Brown Christmas. Oh, okay. Yeah. Isn't it just the theme song of Charlie Brown? Maybe, yeah, but it's, more or less. I watch that every Christmas. It's my favorite. Huh. Okay. I don't know if that's a Christmas song. Well, it's a Charlie Brown Christmas. <clears throat> but that's just Charlie Brown's theme song. I don't think it's in any other Charlie Brown, is it? Isn't it? I have no idea. No, I think it's just in the Christmas one. Okay. I've, I don't watch much Charlie Brown, but the Christmas one, so. You like Charlie Brown Christmas? Love it every year, yeah. John, what's your, while we're on the topic, because James and I have done oofal Christmas movies, what's your favorite Christmas movie? Is it that? It's not really a movie, it's like a TV well, special. We'll right? call it a movie. It's, it's a spe- Yeah, it's a TV special. I, Home Alones. Plural. Home Alones, yeah. plural. Oh, the first one is You're a lost in New York, man? Which one is that? Your favorite actor, Donald Trump, is in it. Yeah, you know what? No, I kind of like the one where he's at home. Right. The one where he's home, in Home Alone. Right? Yeah. yeah. Well, the yeah. one in New York is he's at the hotel. Or home, whatever, home Alone right? 1 is awesome. Yeah. For sure. New York is fine. I, like, I watch them both. New York's fine. It's not very good. But number one is good. Yeah. Number one's very funny. Yeah. Buzz, your girlfriend, woof. Jamal? Hmm. Favorite Christmas song? Uh, taking care. <laughs> taking care of Christmas. Taking care of Christmas by uh, BTO because if I turn it down quiet enough, I can just listen to Taking Care of Business. Yeah. Do you remember that time, Christmas Eve, mm-hmm. where you? Because I had had a couple drinks. Your mom, <laughs> no. your mom, my mom, you and me were in the car. You're driving me to my girlfriend's at the time. Uh huh. And there's a conversation going on in the car, and I just interrupted the conversation. Like, can you turn up the radio, please? And it was a version of Purple Haze by, by it wasn't Jimi Hendrix, but that, like that song. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, I have gifts to buy. Do, 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 do. And we all just like died laughing. What the fuck is this? Christmas Eve! Christmas Eve! Oh, in the brain! Or whatever. Yeah. That's a close second. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good, yeah. And honestly, yeah. Too good. We had a uh, a speaker 
at the deli that we were only allowed to use at Christmas time to play Christmas music. And someone, like, had, like, a Randy Bachman Christmas album. And the only fucking song I could stand to listen to was Taking Care of Christmas. <laughs> Just fire me up every time. It's quite the intro. It's quite the they, intro. They got him to record that before he died. That's crazy. <laughs> Jimmy, here's what we're thinking. You know Purple Haze? Yeah. Call it Holidays. <laughs> Pretty good. Really went all out with the tribute, though. heard that your least favorite christmas song i just i figured that i would present that for the record uh kind of going with the song you oh read. wait no i didn't say my favorite no i you don't did think you did oh I my it was, yeah. it's holidays <laughs> yeah. yeah no it's holidays by bob rivers no my my favorite christmas song is uh baby please come home most versions i prefer the u2 version but uh michael Bublé's is pretty good yeah yeah as is every version of he's the christmas mon for sure Christmas like if I got to sit here and listen to someone sing Christmas music, Michael Bublé is my is my choice, as I think it is most people's. But I could listen to that man sing for days. Anyway, your least favorite? Uh, to go off one you said earlier, Little Drummer Boy. Yeah. Don't like it. Sucks, doesn't it? Sucks. It? Yeah. <laughs> you don't like the Drummer Boy? Pa rum pum pum pum. I just don't feel like it's a Christmas song when I listen to it. Just. This. How, how dare you? I just, you gotta put the Christ back in Moss, John. That's all about our little savior. Yeah. You're one to live, live Moss. Jesus. You come, uh, you come to Midnight Mass with me, Jimmy? I'll pick you up. Ooh. That's when I do my rapping. The devil <laughs> in a Midnight Mass. Their <laughs> little buzzer's gonna go off when you step inside St. Dominic's Church. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't take my phone out. Did you watch Midnight Mass? No. I was going to, but okay. it, should I? I thought it was good. Yeah. It's one of it's a it's a good show where like I'll say this, it's not, it's not pro religion, but it's very religious. Mm-hmm. So I don't think he would like it, but I think you you would like it. Yeah, yeah. Good Catholic. Why would not like it? Big religious guy. I mean, it's there's just a lot of religion. Like I said, it's not it's not pro religion. Mm-hmm. Like it's all kind of just this big like you know, metaphor against religion at the end of the day. But the whole show is religion, for sure. I don't know. It's very good, though. I like learning about religions. Hamish Linklater. You know who that is? No. You remember the new adventures of old Christine? Don't think I watched it. The any. Julie Louis-Dreyfus? No. I'm aware of it. Yeah. Ah, uh, you'd know this guy. You might know he, was in, he was in uh, The Big Short. This guy. Google him. You'll, you'll know him to see him. Okay. Your least favorite, I guess. All of them. Uh, Before I hijack. Yeah, every single one. How do I pick my favorite child? Um, mm. Last Christmas. Yeah, it's not a great song. 
That's the thing. Like I, I know his things. The it's originally by Wham. Uh, Use me. Yeah. yeah, I. That's why I like. Like I don't like. I like Jimmy World's version just because they make it work for their style of music. You know what I mean? But like this lyrically, it's a bad song. Hmm. You know. I Christmas to, not a romantic time. I hate to say that because how much I love Wham, of course, but. Exclamation point or no? I like George Michael. You don't like Christmas, eh? Or, no. Now you told me this. Mm-hmm. Is, um, I don't Adi- get why you don't. Is Madison's family big into Christmas? They have eight <laughs> Christmas trees up right now. How was that? Uh, how do, you, do you go there for you Christmas dinner? Or? Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is, the, mouth. this is the fourth season we've done like Christmas-related <laughs> episodes. And I ask you this every year. But I just feel like, as someone who likes to drink and hang out with friends, it's not like that. Yeah, that's yeah. all it is, really. But I don't even—I don't need a holiday to do that. I think you do. Oh, I don't. <laughs> well, James, <laughs> I don't get to see or drink with you very much anymore. But yeah. because the holidays are coming, see, even if you're not, we will have yeah. time. Even if you're not religious, I think Christmas is a nice time where most people have time to get together. That's what it is. Like that's what I haven't like seen it. since high school or whatever, you know, you know, or whatever. But. It is a nice excuse just to get together with people you haven't seen or just gather as a, as a group. Maybe oh, not yeah. COVID so much, but Christmas will do that. Even if you don't like the religion aspect or the gift-giving aspect. You like giving gifts? Just trying to sell you like, you get You feel good giving gifts to other people? No. I, no, you're I want more money. You want more money. Okay. Well, then don't buy people gifts, James. Yeah. Well, I have to. Do you? society tells me I do. Mm. And my girlfriend gets mad at me when I do. I was going to say, you gave me a gift. You're in a year. tough spot. I'll give you <laughs> that. Was that Madison's idea to give me the gift or was that yours? Is yours? Yeah. Nice. Okay. Well, see, so you're nice. Thanks. That's good of you. Thanks. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, my, okay. My least favorite Christmas song is a chipmunk's Christmas. <laughs> now, I'll say this. When it comes on, I do laugh a lot. Yeah. It makes me laugh. But after about a minute... That is the most annoying song on planet Earth. You laugh. <laughs> it's funny. It's funny that it's a real thing. What, what was with the chipmunks, Alvin and the chipmunks, that we just thought we needed to do this over and over again? What? It's maybe the weirdest thing that society thought was funny for a while. You know? Like, I get whoopee cushions. I don't get the thing with, like, the chipmunks here. It's a cartoon. I, no, I understand that. <laughs> I understand where it came from. I don't get why it's funny. Yeah, why is it funny? Yeah, the, the bigger It's question. been around for a while, though, right? So, like... Alvin? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, like, when they first started with that technology, it was probably just easy. No. I gotta tell you this. There is no way Alvin's still alive. That, that... How old do chipmunks live? Or how long do they live? Not that long. I'm gonna look that up. Is the voice actor still alive? <laughs> Better question. I hope the technology's dead anyway, but... Mm. Ooh, three years. Yes. Chipmunks? Yeah. <laughs> that, that's Eastern, longer than I would have thought. The Eastern really? variety. I thought they were more of like a seasonal animal, to be honest. <laughs> Don't tell me that. <laughs> oh, God! Yeah. Oh, God! Oh, no. John and chipmunks. his chip pit. should be called yeah. spring monks. I, I should have right? known you weren't going to say the chipmunks were your least favorite because I know how much you love them. Yeah, love them. Yeah. Great animal. Big Great animal. Yeah, animal. <laughs> you want to call I don't hear Derek call them a rodent. 
They're not a mammal. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Aren't they? Well, they're a rodent. <laughs> rodent, such an ugly word, eh? Oh well. Um, I I think I think that's about that. I think that's about that. We had our Christmas talk. Hallelujah. We talked about the chipmunks. We talked about uh, the drummer boys. Minnesota Wild. Gary Bettman's thousand year Reich. I think we're good now. Yeah. Right? Okay. Uh, John, where can people find your stuff? Nowhere. <laughs> do you have stuff? I do not have stuff. I don't write. No. Yeah. No. Why not? I don't know. Who, who would I write to? Hmm. You know? You could write me a letter. I can't compete with Michael Russo. It's you know, can't write about the wild. Hmm. Should write about the Jets. No thanks. Yeah, I don't know much. To the say. only good thing about them is Hellebuck. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Did you know Blake Wheeler still doesn't have a goal? Yeah, it's fucked. That is not fucked. that he scored a lot to begin with, but the man plays a lot of minutes. He might go the whole year. Mm. Well, he's gonna I, be out for like you'd three think, months you'd now. Think it, so. Oh, he's, he's hurt. Oh, it's a long oh, time. Wow. You have to think like the next That's time why they, I think the Jets might have a shot of. Uh, next time they have an empty net, the they'll just put Wheeler out there for the whole five minute empty net at the end of the game. Fuck it. Get him a goal. No, that's Shifley's job, man. Yeah, the guy's the king of empty netters. Uh, James, where can people find your stuff? Um, at the bar? I guess. At the booth. For the next three weeks? I guess so, yeah. yeah you'll yeah. be hitting the piss. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, you can find my stuff on the high button sports. Uh, the, the, the plans for the holidays, I don't know. We'll have more episodes than, uh, than we've had lately, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. Probably some sort of a holiday extravaganza close to Christmas and then some sort of a world junior thing might be the same episode. Hmm. Uh, and then, yeah, we'll see. I got five days of work left, so. Same. Nice. Same. Nice. Yeah, you do. I, I'm, I'm thinking we'll have something maybe next weekend here, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. So, uh, yeah. You know, the COVID. we got to worry about, worry about the COVID. Right. Omicron. Omicron. Hmm. Oh, yeah. New COVID just dropped for sure. Okay. I'm good. You're good? Hmm. You good? I'm good. I'm good. It's Christmas. Baby, please come home.
over with you. 